Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> yeah, brothers on time, fam. <laughs> Bro, my throat's still hurting me from last night, Spenny. Ton, the amount of left who can write or can jab, 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 you screaming at yesterday. Your 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 mouth will be dry right now. I can tell you that now for nothing. Your mouth is meant to be dry, my friend. <laughs> Last night was Jab City. Jab City. Wow. Oh man. Anyway, without further ado, with my croaky croaky voice, let's start the show as we mean to go on by saying. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down, come on down, come on down. What, what, you know what? We don't even need to phone nobody for no one's opinion. We don't need to get no black book specials. We don't need to do nothing but the master genius and the master knowledge talking about what we witnessed last night. Jermaine? Big up hot video live on the thing. Uh, Sylvester Salamoa 2011. Come Thank on, you for always supporting. Us. I mean, yeah, always supporting. Tundi, like I said, what we witnessed yesterday, yeah, mm. was mm. was was a continuation of the Billy Joe Saunders fight in the middle mm. round. It was a continuation of the Caleb Plant fight, right? And Canelo has this mannerism of thinking like, eventually I'm going to get you, right? Yes. Sorry, because I don't business what anyone want to try to tell me. Kovalev was winning that fight in my eyes. Absolutely. Before he, before he got clap out. Absolutely. Right? So no one's not fooling me by all the other things that I was witnessing. And what I was witnessing... Uh, um, yesterday was Bivol or a man. I've been big up your chest, my brother. Was a man who studied those guys and yes. said, I'm not going to try and outslip this guy. I'm going to yes. stick to the fundamentals of what I know. And the fundamentals is the hundred and odd 
tells him to the fact that he's had, the relationship that he's built with his father, and also, Tom, you may say, it was the curse of Shaquille Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, Shakur can mash up the thing because Shakur said Shakur said after his victory last week that I'm so glad because I beat Canelo, Reneso, and Valdez on the same and night. That is exactly and, what he did. And they went in there, you know. I don't care who you are, when a member of your team, your family, because they are they they are family, your team is your family people that you associate yourself with every day in the gym uh, inevitably become your family. And so 100%. when they lose, you lose. And there was definitely that aura that they were going in as a losing team. And how I know is that I never felt no energy for this fight here. Tundi, remember, you phoned me, you phoned me in the morning and said, it doesn't even seem like Canelo's fighting today. Yeah. Because usually, we, usually, usually, we hear a little bit of hype. Usually we hear, we're on this thing and we're thinking, yeah, we're going to go see something. Usually we, 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 we get something. But unfortunately, for this fight, there weren't no hype about it. It weren't, it weren't built like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's because like, they're trying to sell to the US market, but we're boxing people. Do you know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't feel nothing like, oh, Canelo's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I've got to go sleep and wake up a certain time. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I, that's, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, when 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 I phoned you, I said, "What you ready?" You said, "We talking about you ready?" I was brushing my teeth. You said, "Come on, man, let's jump on the thing." I'm like, All right, cool. But it wasn't like it wasn't climactic. No, there definitely no. there definitely was something about last night that wasn't right. It didn't feel right. Canelo, in my opinion, didn't really show the urgency and the you know the he didn't look like he was going into a fight. It was more like a, we're here, happy to be here, smiling. And, and, I, and I read a tweet from Mike Tyson after the fight. He said, when you stop feeling nerves, it's time to stop boxing. Tundi, I'm telling you this now. <laughs> and because my man came in very, he looked lackadaisical to me. There was a lackluster aura about him going into the fight. And yes. I'm going to tell you next like, I'm going to tell you the next thing. When Canelo, like, there's some of the mystiques kind of going away. When I start hearing him speak English as well. Oh, but, 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 but Bivol take away the English for the fight. Because in the post-fight, even in the ring, he's talking Mexican. It's like he forgot English. So he was right. he was humbled last night. He got humbled in another. And I think... It dawned on him. If it didn't dawn on him last night, it's certainly going to dawn on him today, this morning, what have you, that he may have overlooked Bivol. And the reason why I say that, when you look at Bivol's last two fights, Craig Richards and Salomov, who really, Samilov, Salomov is a, is a decent fighter, but, you know, most people was expecting... Bivol to do a, a clean number on him. And, you know, he won both those fights, UD. But it wasn't nothing where you go into a fight and you feel fearful. And I think that was a contributing factor into the whole build-up to the fight. Because Canelo, as someone has said on this chat, his defence was poor last night. Tundi. He was and getting touched up. I'm telling you, 
And, and, and while we're here, the minute I hear that Canelo's gone on a vegan diet, hmm. Sunday, Sunday. Minute I, bruv, because I'm saying, and there's nothing wrong. Um, I'm, I'm not disrespecting the vegan, all the veganites out there, but why would you decide to be a vegan? Why would you just decide to be a vegan at a big fight like this? One second. Thank you very much, Alexander Wilson, for the five dollars. Hold up, Alex. Um, Bob, hold on, wait, there's two man here because Bobby writes in the thing as well. Come on, Bobby. Alexander Wilson first. Thank you for the five dollars, sir. He said Craig Richards just come out and said, Where is his respect at? He did better against Bivol than the number one pound for pound boxer. Interesting. And I'm gonna answer that in a second and what I feel why I feel Craig shouldn't even be looking at that. Um, Bobby Wright, Wright, thank you for the 449. He said, when Canelo turned up to the press conference with his kids on his lap, he knew something was wrong. Some joke business. Some joke business. But um, going back to Alexander Wilson, uh, I mean, I I haven't heard that from Craig, but my my advice to Craig is, don't watch that. because, Because... you, I, I feel say that, you know, we done better with Ko- with Kovalev than Canelo did better than Kovalev. But I don't really, as we lost. <laughs> That's how I take it. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to. One second, Tun. I have to commend you for the simple fact of acknowledging the fact that you came second best. Yeah. It's not a loss, right? Yeah, you came right. second best. Right. So... Yeah, right, you come second best. But the thing is this, everybody needs to, listen, it was like, when Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins was fighting for the second time, when they were two old men, and Bernard Hopkins said, oh, yeah, well, we both fought Kawasaki. We said, who did better? Because Bernard Hopkins up to his days adamant that he beat Kawasaki. And, and he was like, well, who did better? Who did better? Right, but they both scored knockdowns in the fight. But he said, who did better? End of the day, you still lost. So, so it doesn't matter about who did better. So there ain't no... And styles make fights. Sometimes fighters just have a, a you know, an off day. You get what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things. You know, Craig's got a massive fight come up. Um, and again, I don't really, you don't, you know, we don't, Craig is my guy. So focus on your fight, bro. Forget about all that. Let us, the analysts, talk about this thing here. Because we already bid you up. We already bid you up and said you done better. But you're the fighter. So just relax. Go, go in there and make yeah. South proud next week. Well, also, also, what I'm going to say is this. I, I believe that with Craig Richards, he's a confidence fighter. Like, yeah, he, he can fight someone to come second best to them, and then he gets them in a, he'll fight them again, and he can most probably beat them, or he'll yeah. fight them again, he put in a far, far better performance. But what that has done for Craig Richards, right, mm. he's put his confidence level on a high. So, yeah, I mean, he's openly saying that, where's my respect? Because, no, like, no, no one ain't really hyping, hyping over Craig Richards and Joshua Boatsy fight. Mm. For the magnitude of where he's or where it is, nobody's not saying, wow, we what a tune to this fight. The insiders saying, yeah, it's a good fight, we want to go see it, but nobody's not really hyping over it, and they should be hyping over it, because it's a damn good fight. But what I am saying is this, Craig Richards now, in my eyes, will be going into this fight as the favourite, because bookies bet from the head and not the heart. Mm. Even though the heart is the most powerful muscle in the body, but they don't, they don't bet. They don't bet from that. They're betting from their analytical approaches and 
and you know they spy on our show regular. And I'm telling you that Craig Woods is going to start going into that fight as the favourite now. And it's going to be pressure on Joshua Boatsy to go out and perform. I'm telling you this now. Interesting, interesting. It's going to be a good fight. Um, um, I, Boxing Hub, said, never seen Canelo's right hand so useless. Bivol's defence was on point. Hashtag stamina for so all day. And as I say, it was the, you know, listen, let's get this right. Bivol put in a tremendous, I've watched the fight four times since, yes, since last night. Four times today I've watched that fight. From round one to 12. And you can't, that guy was on song last night. Canelo, he looked tired. He looked lackluster. Um, regardless of the point, the, uh, you know, the fact that he lost, he just didn't look himself. He didn't That's look himself. When you're eating that Mexican beef and you're not eating Mexican beef, it makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I think there's a few questions he'll be asking himself this morning. But it's definitely, but as I say, me and you have spoke about the decline of Canelo's performances for the last two, three fights. Look, Tundi, like, I cannot, I cannot, um, I would just say something about Lloyd Angelay. But anyway, I cannot keep on going back like, Canelo is very good, but I think sometimes we're, we're watching Canelo on his past body of work and not what we're currently seeing. So we think, yeah, he deliberately went the rounds with the man because he knew he was going to clap him out. Or he deliberately did such and such and such, such. He deliberately did this because he usually ends up and gets the results. But no, sir, I'm sorry. I saw the decline and more so, it was more evident to me in the Caleb Plant fight. That I said, right, there's the decline. But whereas we're getting guys especially like these new age guys who were talking about boxing, and this is no disrespect to them, right? But you're still new age. And when you study the bag of fights, you realise like certain things carry a pattern and they carry a pattern for a particular reason because this is just how the polarities go and how things, and, and when you study things, you, you know like, oh, well, I think they're going to do this now. I think they're going to do that now. And with Canelo, he hasn't done nothing new in any fights Bar used the bully strength and he's got skill. But what I'm trying to say to you is that usually it is like a fair factor of the opponents. The opponents are praying. No disrespect to Callum Smith, he's my guy. So I'm not disrespect to Callum Smith. But Callum was praying in that fight. Mm. You got what I'm trying to say to you? Mm. He was praying, Tundi, he was praying in the fight. Right. Now you're going in with a man who comes from some war torn country, who's grown up in the military. In the service, they say, listen, bro, I don't busy what you're bringing. And he brought his game. And and that's what I'm saying. And now we're going to say, oh, well, the thing about it is this. Well, Canelo was too small going in the back. We weren't saying that when he went in there. And you know what? People were saying that me, I've changed my mind. But I was listening to pre-fight predictions on this fight from the so-called experts. And Spence, you would have to search high and wide to find one of these so-called experts that m said Bivol was going to win. Okay. Mamadou disrespecting Bivol saying, bruv, I never even heard of him. Nah, you see the Louis? Yeah, Jesse Vargas. Um, not Jesse Vargas, Fernando Vargas. Saying, but I don't even know who this guy is. I've never heard of him. Or everyone. Right. Every, every analyst. Oh, only Kovalev. Only, I only hear Kovalev say, yeah, I believe this man is going to beat 
um, 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 okay. Canelo because okay. at the end of the day, they knew Cane they knew Kovalev was in a tough fight prior. They gave him a few weeks to prepare for Canelo and a rehydration clause. So, so he he, he said he wasn't his best, you know, and he still done very well in that fight, you know. So, so with this fight here, I believe that uh, I agree with you. I do believe that Canelo as was really relying on the one shot, one shot, one shot, and he hit, he hit Bivol with some good clean shots, and they didn't even rock him. They didn't buzz him, bro, bro. When when you saw when you saw Bivol and like we called it yesterday, look at the man's eyes when he was walking. Remember, through. I said it. I said this brother looks focused, man. I said bro. it. I said bro. it in the the way I saw his eyes. He weren't looking around. You know, when they finally called his name, he looked around to the audience. Bam! Straight on Canelo. Straight on Canelo. He was focused from the get, and it's the same focus I saw in Atlantic City. And um, really the world is his oyster, oyster now. Um, all talks of a GGG match seem far away. A trilogy, 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 right? Sorry, a um, guy was saying about my mic, so I'm holding it a bit further away now. Right, it's because usually I do it down in Sorry, Spence. Big up, Bobby, no. right? Tundi Spence, what is Canelo's actual weight class? I know he's world champion at super middle, but what weight does he look the best at? Let's answer that question straight, Spence. All right, I'm going to answer that question straight. I think the best Canelo that I have seen is when he's been down at middleweight. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, that, sir. That is the weight that I've seen Canelo... Canelo box and do things, and he's had some great wins down at that. that you know I mean the, the two fights alone with, with, with Golovkin, and they could have gone either way, but the two fights with Golovkin, when Golovkin was hot, right? I would say, yeah, him at middleweight, that was his division. Now, fair play to him, the fact that he's gone in with guys at higher weight classes and everything else, but here was a time, was a time now. Let's get that right, Spence. The right guys. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Obviously. Obviously. Right? Obviously. But the thing about it is this. I'm not saying that he ain't duck nobody neither. So forget that ducking talk, right? I don't believe that he ducked anyone, right? Um, but what I do believe is like, like where is he so big? People just want to be on the on the, on the the B side. They're not thinking about I'm going in there to win. They're just saying, oh, oh, please, please. Every, every, most of these guys who from from 160 up to 175, are going to bed at night praying to fight Canelo. After saying, please, God bless my family, thank you, please let me get the Canelo fight. Mm. You know what I mean? Do the you majority think of guys are concentrating on Canelo so much so he can pick and choose because he knows, right, I'm going to bust you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think the move up in weight and the change of this diet has anything to do with it in discipline? Because I was thinking about it today. You know, man, as you get older, man start to change up their diet because they want to lose weight. And if you're in discipline, and I'm not saying it is in discipline, but I'm, I'm just wondering why he would choose to go on a vegan diet at this stage of his career. V Bro, like I'm saying, vegan diet is because you're never too much taco in the daytime and you're thinking to yourself, boy, I've got to go chop that weight. And maybe it's... And you know what? Also, also, the next thing is this, right? 
I'm just keeping this thing totally 100 ton. When you see a man who is the head guy, because he's the head guy, he's the head guy in that gym, right? Yep. All of a sudden now, Eddie Renoso is training this brother, he's training that brother, he's training this brother, he's training that brother. Come on. Bro, bro. How many, how many, how many men, how many men did you see, um, how many men did you see uh, Roger Mayweather train? Hmm. Right? All right. How many men, how many men, how many men did you see, how many men did you see uh, Angelo Dundee when he was working with the greats train? You weren't training a bagger man. All he's training a bagger man, bagger man. That's, that's when you go, oh, well, I've got a stable. What You can't focus correctly on your fighter. And then also, you got someone like Canelo, all of them man who's inside of the gym, if they're not overly gassed by Canelo, they're hating on him. Oi! Hey! Hey! I'm just kidding, I'm thinking of him. <laughs> Spencer is busting some jewels on them this evening. Right? Because these guys are, these guys are, they, they, they're looking at really, truly, there's nothing wrong with being competitive, but they want to be the number one spot. You know what I mean? So when Eddie Reynoso, when Eddie Reynoso is there training this man and that man, what time have you got to say that you're really working on things with Canelo? Reason why is because you look, got comfortable now. Because you're looking at these fights now. They're going to be four Talk the team, you know Spencer. They're sitting down in your area, the big 50 odd million for that fight there. And even if Eddie Reynoso is getting 5% Tundi, you know what I mean? That's still two and a half million dollars, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you're always calculating next match. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't not, know, I'm, I don't I'm, know about it. I'm just, I'm just, my mass is quite sharp, though. But I'm saying to you, like, it is what it is. So I'm saying to you, like, focus. If, if, son, if I'm training Canelo, I don't need to train nobody else. Mm, I'm training Canelo. I don't need to train nobody else. There you know what I mean? Go. When Canelo's done now, I'll go pick up other people. You know what I mean? Just like, you know what? When when Virgil Hunter was training Andre Wood, you never really heard of him training nobody else. He had other guys in the gym. But he weren't training nobody else. He was concentrating on Andre Wood. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's what you're going to focus on your fighters because you know where the thing goes. When these fighters are coming in, fighters are competitive by nature. Mm. You know what I mean? And you know how this thing goes. And it is what it is, man. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm just on my sofa. <laughs> hey, Spencer is talking what's in my head. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's competition. And when, when you're training as an individual, too many fighters, I mean, I guess there's some cases of what, but I mean, when you've got a superstar, you need, that superstar needs that attention. You know, unless you've got homegrown talent, that come up with you. But when you're bringing man who's already in their career, into their, into their, into your camp, it's definitely, if not, as you said, if not bound to generate some hate or some fanboy business, it's definitely going to take energy. And, and, that's, and why, that's why Ryan Garcia left the camp. Exactly. He wanted the attention because he's a he star. Wanted, he wanted it all for himself. And when he realised that, well, I'm not getting it like that, he said, well, I'm bouncing. Because in his head, I'm a superstar, I'm all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, listen, and then what happens is Canelo start talking about issues involving 
uh, Ryan Garcia saying he's not disciplined. Then he's saying Andy Ruiz is not disciplined. Then you see, all of that is all energy. See? And the next thing, a man is storing up this thing in their head, their hatred in their head that you've publicly spoken about them. And then that's Thank coming back in the camp. Of course it's coming back in the camp. Coming back you in mean, the camp. Of course it's coming back in the camp. You know what I mean? You're coming back in the camp. Now, I'm saying, right. What? Because you know how it goes. This is why this is why I got none of my love for my brother Tundi, you know. Because mm -hmm. I could say something about Tundi, you know, and immediately he's folding me. Nah, I suppose I never like that, you know. I'm saying, what are you talking about? No, no. It's energy, Spence. It's energy. I'm not holding nothing. Me, I've been I've been said for years, man, not like my mouth, but I'm not holding because that thing will make you sick. When you start holding Bro. bad feelings Bro, inside I'm you, you. I am make you ill. You know what I mean? And even if you let it out and the man can say, no, nah, what are you talking about? You're talking rubbish. And the whole offence to that, right, you're talking rubbish. At least you said it. So, you know what I mean? So, if they meant it or they never meant it, you know what you felt. Mm. That's, the mental, that's where the mental health thing is so rough today because people holding in thoughts and feelings when sometimes if they just discuss it with others, speak about it. I mean, we're going off subject here. No, we're not going. Same subject. We're not going off subject. If, if it, with mental health issues, I urge every person who is feeling a way to talk about it, to talk to somebody, you know, all sometimes all it needs is a, just one person that you can sit down and talk to. Oftentimes people are scared to say what's in everybody. If you've got one person to share your thoughts with, it can alleviate a lot of the pain, not some of the pain, a lot of it. Um, where boxing is, is concerned, you don't want your teammate having negative feelings in their Ill, brain for you. Ill, you Ill, feelings. Ill feelings Ill about feelings. Yeah, that's the word. Ill 444 feelings. on the thing. We know what the number 444 stands for. <laughs> Come on. And that's what we got on the thing right now. This is powerful today. You know I mean? <laughs> Come this, on. This, this is powerful. This is powerful. A big money I make. Uh, you know, listen, and please do not mistake what we're saying. Dimitri Bivol was it was masterful last night. Tundi. If you, you go and watch the... I urge those to go and watch the first round of the watch-along. <laughs> it sounded like Jab City. Brother. Jab, 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 jab. Jesus Christ, jab. Double jab, jab. That's what he was hearing, Smith. Tundi, Tundi. Bivol let off more jabs than like he was working for the COVID center to give man injections. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, popping out jab hard. Bivol, jab, Bivol. Jab, jab, jab. I said, What am I, I was like, My goodness. And there was, remember, I said, I want to see how this first round because doing the research, Bivol likes to take control from the start of every fight. He ain't on no back foot thing, and he done it. He done it. Canelo back footed. Then he stepped to the side. I said, yeah, all right, cool. So Bivol's already done the mental thing already on him. And, you know, Canelo was trying uh, really in earnest to try and hurt this man. And it wasn't working, Spence. I'm telling you. It weren't working. And the guy's been in there. I would say Joe Smith Jr. is a bigger puncher than Canelo. Because Joe Smith Jr. hurt Bivol. He stopped, he stopped him in his tracks. He stopped him in his tracks. He didn't know what to do. 
He didn't know what to do. I know what to do. Someone asking Tundi, have you got a game plan for Bivol? Come on. <laughs> Don't watch nothing. There's Don't no game plan. He's a light heavyweight. We've got no game Don't plan for them. Don't watch nothing. But again, no. you ain't fooling me. I'm focusing on the next opponent. <laughs> You're there talking about you sick fight. You're there talking about Makabu fight. You're there talking about no focus on the fight in hand. Well, the thing about it is this, the Makabu fight, remember, he went out and took a picture of Makabu. Um, yeah. Right, he, he did that. He, like, and then everyone was saying, yeah, he's going to fight Makabu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Kinello's going to go do this. Kinello's going to do that. And we're looking at it now, and we're saying, you know what? Kinello isn't that big of a human being. He's not He's not a massive guy. Right? Listen, even, sure when, even when he was in London, I got pictures with uh, Canelo and Anthony. And I, and me and Eddie Reneso and Canelo, and Canelo's tiny, Spence. All right, then. Canelo's tiny. But, but the reason why I put up this comment and uh, excuse Gary tonight, he's with the the little one, uh, so I'm doing the controlling. So I don't want no well, cheekiness from anyone because it's There's instant no block. Instant block. The reason why I put up that Canelo is not not a light heavyweight, Tundi. Is hold on. So prior to the fight, we're talking about this man going up to heavyweight. Now that he got peppered last night, now all of a sudden he's not a light heavyweight. But when he was knocking out uh, Kovalev, he's a light heavyweight. If if the results was different last night, we would not be saying, or certain people would not be saying that he's not a light heavyweight. Just admit he went up the weight, he went up the weight, and he got beaten convincingly. It's just how it goes. He just has a deceptive defeat. If he wants to... If he wants to, again, I don't agree with this. He's got no business at 175. Why can't we just credit, give this man credit? Bivol. It is a well, better fight. Well, Bivol, the thing what I liked about Bivol is the fact that he knew right now, this round here, all we got, we got a minute and 30 left. I've got to let my hands go. Yes. So I'm leaving that impression on the judges. <laughs> Always. Every right? time. Canelo, every time Canelo had to be assertive, he said, all right, cool, I'm firing back again. Right. And I thought they was going to bump him to I'm just going to be real. No, I said it. I said there's no way they can bump him. Yeah. But having looked at the scorecards, if he didn't really assert that last round... He would have got bumped. 130, he would have bumped him. Straight Right, and that's more so because, like I said, when you have great fighters, you got to give Canelo who's a great fighter. When you have great fighters, and when you got a house fire who's a great fighter, and you got a house fire of that magnitude, you bring in those kind of numbers there, who is the Canelo show, you concentrate on what they're doing. You forget about what happened. That's what you do because you're focused on them because they're the star. You're like this. What are they going to do next? You're looking on them, man. So once you your, your concentration is on them, you, you seem to forget that. But what I realized is how Bivol was very smart. Bivol wasn't just throwing eye-catching shots. Bivol was actually hurting Canelo. It's only because Canelo's got that, that Mexican grit, you know? Yeah, and, and his defense, is the head movement did save him a bit. The head movement did, did save him. It was I'm a little bit leaky. Compared to what I've seen from Canelo in the past, it was no, leaky. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because Bivol was throwing fives instead of threes. Press the button, press the button. Right. He, was he, he was throwing fives. Most men defend 
for three shots. Yep. So it's four, five, six that was clapping him. Right. And then after the after the he might go, Bivol might go jab, jab, right hand, and then jab again. Or one, two, left hook, then jab again, then double jab, right hand, then jab again. Bro, he he offset Canelo on a different level last night. I watched he, the fight four or five times already. Tun, it's an excellent fight. I watched the fight. I started it at the same time when we started the commentary and this is the whole fight around. Made the fight even more exciting for me. Right? Made the fight even more exciting for me. I'm telling you, I so enjoyed that fight. Matter of fact, when we go up here, I'm gonna go watch the fight again. I'm just I'm just keeping it 100. I'm going to watch so, the fight again. So, so do you think it was more of Bivol um being just a greater, greater fighter or an off night for Canelo? It wasn't no off night for Canelo, Tundi. Because it was an off night for Canelo. Canelo looked the same guy who fought Billy Joe Saunders. Canelo looked the same guy that fought Caleb Plant. He looked the same guy that fought Callum, Callum Smith. That was the same guy. Don't try to tell me about was it an off night. No, sir. It wasn't an off night. It was an on night for Bivol. That's what it was. That's all that it was. Bivol did his homework and Bivol executed a very, very good game plan. And it was just like, you know, the judges gave, all of the judges gave the first four rounds to Canelo. Tom. Yep. Yep. I saw that. I right? Saw that. Which, it don't matter. The right guy got the decision. And, you know what I mean? We move on to this. I don't know whose car alarm's going off here. Do you want to say something? I, Tundi, you called what happened the 4S, A, N, D, 5S. I'm going to fours and fives. Yeah, trust me. It was the fours and fives that clap him. Yeah. I, 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 but I knew this. Anyway, I said it. I just felt that I was more, as I said on the show before round five, before round one, sorry, I wanted to see how Bivol dealt with the occasion. And when I saw the focus, I said, uh oh. The focus is not wavering. The focus is not wavering. And he, he, he really put on a, a good... But the reason why I asked you that question, do you think it was an off night or do you think Canelo... I'm saying it now, and I know a lot of people will not agree with me. Do you know I think Canelo's going to beat him in a rematch? Yeah, Tundi. And I agree with you, right? And I agree with you, but it doesn't matter. He got beat. He got beat last night. Yeah. Right. He got beat last so night. He said, oh, well, I'm going to go put it right in a rematch. You should have put it right last night. You got beat. Yes. And, yes. and it disrupts. It disrupts the fact that the Golovkin fight, because now you're saying, well, rematch. You heard what Bibble said. Bibble said, yeah. This, and I, I really do like, I'm listening to Bivol's uh, um, interviews and I really like the guy, you know. I like him. Fantastic. Yeah. Humble guy. Just a Humble, real guy. Lovely, lovely. Real guy. And, and he was disrespected by the boxing fraternity because I listen, I never watched, I never listened to Olin, Old Tight, Donna Jones. Thank you for the $5. He said, Canelo will offer Bivol a fight at 168. And Canelo will get KO'd. Bivol made beating Canelo look easy. Size matters in boxing, punching Bivol's in the arms. Mm. Well, I don't think the fight will be at 168. Um, I think Bivol is a bonafide light heavyweight. He wants to 
become the the, the the number one light heavyweight, which will mean him unifying all the belts. But they will get the rematch. I don't see why Bivol has to come down to 168 because he's the champ at 175. Exactly. So then what's going to happen? There's going to be a vacant belt at 175. And I don't believe it's just for money that Bivol took this fight. He wanted this as part of his legacy. Bivol mm -hmm. ain't one of them man that you just throw them a couple million and said, yeah, all that, come and go and dehydrate your body and, and all those things. He don't appear, he doesn't come across as that type of individual to me, Spence. I don't know about you. Uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't seem that guy to me. Um, <laughs> Sid Dave said Canelo should fight Tyson Fury. Fam, he, he, Canelo don't want none of them big boys. He don't want none no. of those big boys. You know, end, end of the day is this, like, we cannot take away the body of work historically what Canelo has done. He's got some very, very good names on his record. He's been in with some very good fighters. He's kind of victorious against them, right? But he was, and it's more, I'll tell you the magnitude why this is so big, this win. It's because nobody wasn't giving Bivol a chance. There's a couple guys, well, I called out yesterday, who gave but nobody wasn't giving Bivol the, the respect. A fact, there that's a fact. There wasn't. And Bivol, you know what I mean? I was saying that like, boy, Tun, I kept on following Tun all, all week. Tun, I got a feeling about this Bivol, you know? <laughs> did, I wasn't. And, and not, right, not only that, but I'm just going to be real. I think, like, there's a decline in, in Canelo. I've been saying that off camera, and I felt well, it was just... It was the right person getting him at the right time. Dude, because you I was, from last year, bro. I'm just yeah, giving. I was you. not impressed with Caleb Plant, and I was like, if that was Anthony in there, I'm just talking it. If that was Anthony in there, it would. <laughs> I believe it would have been different because you can see when he did, he stopped becoming. He stopped being a volume puncher, Canelo. He stopped. You go look at his fights with Mosley and. Even with GGG, he was throwing combinations in these punches. But and, and, and they were sharp too. They were sharp, but he just and he was using skill with it. But I don't know, the power thing just became more prominent with with his with his style. And maybe it's something obviously when you're when you're winning, why change? Now that he's lost, he may go back to you know maybe less weightlifting. You know, with all these weightlifting and all this, I, I've always believed it all slows you down. But he may have, he may revert back to more traditional training, more proven training, because all these new stuff, all this new stuff is not proven. It's just theories. It's not facts. We need, we need Whoa. science. Science means to know. And well, you can't beat the old skipping rope. You can't beat well, the road work. You can't beat the stand ups, well, the sit ups, the press ups, the dips, the pull ups. That's tried and tested so, by Muhammad Ali. Joe Lewis. Just, just press the button. Press the button, man. Just press, just press the blinking button. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. I beg thing I see man doing. Fam. I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. I want boxing skills. And I'm telling you, it's boxing skills what Bivol won last night. Oh, Ty, come on, take me back, bruv. Up London TV, it's boxing skills. It ain't none of this new high-tech training, which down the road may prove to be 
you know, um, useful, but always deal with facts. Facts is proven facts, jumping rope, speedball, all these things is big up the dream guide for the 17 gym. Joe Kazagi's gym in Wells looked like a like some dump, some garage fam. So it was worse in the garage. It was in a garage. It was worse in the garage. Was the best super middleweight of his day. Tundi, have you ever been to the Winkerman gym where Johnny Nelson used to train now in Sheffield? Nah, nah, I've never been. Tundi, there's no lock on the door. You push the door, it's open. You see? You see? Skills pay the bills. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, skills pay the bills, boxing skills. Shakur Stephen last week, more or less done what Bivol more or less done what Shakur done. Put yep, the jab in yep. his face. When he tried to come forward, hold jab him, move him around the side. This is boxing skills. This ain't jumping off Mount Everest with some skeeting on your back. No, fam. Yeah, understand. And some oxygen mask on your on your mouth, bro. Sugar Ray Robinson never had no oxygen mask on his face. Oxygen mask for what? <laughs> and 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 uh, what's that? And Willie Pep and them man there. We, see, I'm yeah, you turning me into a historian announcements. Well, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm, gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an story. Bivol broke up Canelo. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, like Miss Ringside. Thank you for the seventeen ninety nine pounds. She said, the fight was exceptional. Canelo met his match yesterday. Bivol's jabs and defense were second to none. A rematch doesn't seem like a good option, but Canelo loves a challenge, so we will have to see. Hope you're both well. Miss Ringside, we are well if you are well. Um, and I know you're well, so we are well. So thank you for that donation. And she makes a great point again. Bivol's jab was exceptional. His defense was tight. So, tight. And I think round 11 or round 10, he stood there. And every time he done catch counter on Canelo. Yeah. I think Yeah. And you know how good he was, yeah? You know how good he was? You know, I kept on saying, how come no one don't go to Bivol's body? Because he, fam, sorry. I mean, Spence. <laughs> Spence. Canelo tried a left hook to the body, yeah? Bibble's hands was up here, and he just dipped to his right hand. And his hands, I said, this guy knows the skills of boxing, Spence. He knows the thing, man. Push, he ain't got no gas mask around his mouth in training. He's got Mr. Maya, Mayaki, Mr. Mayagi, his dad, in the corner telling him the thing. Tell you. Sid Day, thank you for the $2. What happened to that? Canelo Macabu fight. I think Canelo just thought, you know what? I don't really need to. Macabu can punch, Alton. Say that again. Macabu can punch. Well, yeah, he must can, but he, he never punched Tony Bellu. Compared to Bellu, he clap it out. No, no, he did. He did punch. He maybe dropped Tony Bellu. Well, yeah, Tony he dropped Bellu in the first round. Yeah, he, did the he did the cargo when he licked Tony Bellu. Yeah, <laughs> man, that evil Canelo in the first round. <laughs> Don't muck around evil. You see when I was a U-turn, I went it. You remember the evil could even wind up on the bike? You could wind it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, my mom would never buy that for me. This my mom. Listen to me. Evil can evil. That's his whole wicked it is. You're not getting it. <laughs> you know, black people always make up this thing, you know. 
Evil can evil. <laughs> no, it is the devil. I said, no, mommy, it is called evil. I said, no. <laughs> I'm going to you. That psychologically scarred me, you know, because even up to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s now. I'm still talking about it. You know. I went evil can evil so badly. My mom said, no, you're not getting it. <laughs> said, evil no, that is not coming here. Ah, yeah, but but you know, Bob, I'm telling you, you they need to, and again, all this ice bath thing, I don't agree with it, fam. Man jumping in ice has freezed up their body. I know what the science says, but I can't get used to this ice bath thing, and I keep seeing this thing. This ice shame, but listen, I, I I know it's good for recovery, but there's many other new aspects of training which I just don't I just don't get. I just think it's just a waste of time. That's just my own opinion. So, right. and we saw yesterday, it wasn't um, some supersonic treadmill that won uh, Bivol the fight. It was boxing skills. One million percent. It was boxing skills. And he put on a masterclass. Again, yeah, trust me. Well, um, I just saw that. Um, let me find that. I just saw something there um, from Abdi M. Hit the like button, guys. 640. We got more people on, on Sunday than we had for the live yesterday. That's how so you know people, it wasn't a normal Canelo fight. Like, people, 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 people were not interested in that fight yesterday. I I'm told telling you. you. There was nothing that was drawing it in. You know what I mean? Nothing. Abdi, thank you very much for the love as well, my friend. It wasn't ton. I'm like, I don't know how you uh, how you were seeing this um, thing here, right? But you as a you as a trainer, what could Canelo have done to deal with Bivol yesterday? Be more aggressive. He needed right. to. He, need, he needed to be more aggressive. He needed. He needed to stay in Bivol's chest because Bivol actually backed up. But I don't think. Canelo actually believed in his fitness last night. He Something didn't. was definitely, definitely wrong. No, no, Yasin. He trust me. I've watched the fight four times. Hold on. Let me see. I see a Snapchat. Old tight, right 25 underscore 96. Bibble's defense and offense was 100. He was so good that Canelo tried to go to the body, but Biv was just throwing fours and fives. As I've said, hope you guys are good though. Come on, old tight right. Um, it's true, but yeah, when I'm saying, um, and and we don't do weights, uh, Agba man, Tundi, what are you saying? Anthony Yard does weight training to both. We don't do, we've never, Spencer will tell you. Let me tell you, weights. The only weights Tundi does is when yeah. he expects me to come around his house at five o'clock and I come at eight. That's the only way. That's the I only way. I'm, I'm totally you know? against it. I'm totally against it. I believe in calisthenics. Use your own body weight to, for strength. You see, man, bruv, Spencer, you, you was once a professional boxer. There's man who lift bare weights. It don't make them stronger. It don't make them no, punch man, harder. Psychologically, it may make them feel better, but it don't make them punch harder. Tony, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what weights does. <laughs> Some of the biggest punches in the history of boxing don't use weights. Yeah, you got the little dumbbells, the little five key weights, what you might use in between. Um, um, ah, here we go. Body weight is still weights. What kind of nonsense is that? You know what? I always hear these personal trainer man say this body weights is still weights. No, but it's not added weight, it's your weight. 
Swimming is still weights. So hold on, I'm, I'm doing a push-up. No, a push-up with a 20 kg weight on my back is weights. So if you want to be technical, over-technical about it, I always get these, bruv, you know how much arguments I have with these, these conditioner, these so-called conditioner, man? Bruv, don't tell me your, your body weight is weights. No, it's not weights. If I add weight, it becomes weight. If I add weight, it becomes weight. Bruv, come on, man. It's not all, bruv. Anyway, you get me, you get me, you get me going in. Yeah, but these personal trainer, man, that want to come into boxing and look free job. You're not getting no free money from me. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Let's let's get let's get back to this thing. <laughs> yeah, you know we got the whole PhD. You know, you know, you know what they call it, blood workout. Wait, come on, man. Go, you know, remember that um that crew, the blood workout crew. Bro, I ain't touching no ways. Man's just on the bar doing calisthenics. Their body's strong, strong, flexible. They got 19 pack, not six pack, 19 pack. And they ain't lifting, yeah. they ain't taking no um, um, super protein, maxi carbohydrate. Bro, nonsense. Bro, them man are eating bun and cheese, yam and banana, green, green banana. Okra, <laughs> okra, some hard food. And when you get the thing that makes me laugh here, it's like football. These men scout us in on the ends when our mothers are giving us good food, uh, what we call good food. Then as soon as we get, go into the establishments, we they change the diet. They change the diet. Yeah. I never understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I never understand that. So, Olin, so I was good enough when you spotted me and my mum was giving me... That's why Lennox Lewis is smart. Lennox Pepsi Lewis... mum with Violet to cook his dinner yeah. all the time. Do you know, she used to cook their big pancakes as well. I remember when I used to see me yeah. with his uh, big bear. His mum be there cooking up the food. <laughs> Bro, I got the master cook, Jolene. My, my people, Jolene just cook up some fish and everything for us. Bruv, it's, it's done. When Jolene cook up the food, come with the, the sweet potatoes and all of that, any man get licked, bam, you're, you're done. <laughs> anyway, see, you lot are making me go off subject now. Oxtails, you know that. Let me, you know, let me tell you, hey, me, let me tell you this. It's Tundi that got me into eating Oxo, you know. Can you imagine? <laughs> this little... Bloody Niger boy, I got me. Yeah, some, red oh, some red tail snapper. That man is saying, "Come on, <laughs> bro, it's all coming out tonight, mate." <laughs> but sorry, sorry, Spence, sorry to interrupt you. No, I'm not saying like, don't like I'm saying. Like, Floyd Mayweather not eating no special diet. Hey, well, listen, as he got older, and, uh, and this is what I'm saying. As he got older, he did say he needed to take his diet a bit more serious. I was there in the in the, in the mansion with a nutritionist. You know, they, Floyd eats well. Floyd does eat well. I must admit it. Um, but you know, it's only when he started getting older and his metabolism started slowing down. So this okay. is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying with Canelo. Is it because you know some people their bodies react different? Um, even though as they get older, even though they've been eating the same foods all their life, and I just feel, is it because of weight? You know, or is it because of the whole meat thing that he chose to be a vegan? But having said all of this, it still doesn't get past the point that it was boxing skills from Dimitri Bivol that won the night. And I do believe Canelo 
because going back to the initial question, we went way down the road with a with a hard food conversation. But I do believe Bivol, uh, Canelo just needs to be more aggressive. He needs to believe in his gas tank. He needs to prepare for that fight for a fight and not allow Bivol to box circles around him because the only times Canelo was effective was when he backed him up on the rope, but he couldn't sustain it. He couldn't. He was tired. He was tired. He was, he was tired. tired. And, that, and that was after the first round, after the, his, his face was red. Yes. Man, his face was red because I'm punching his head to That's why it was red. The jabs was amazing. And <clears throat> Bivol looked like he could have done that all night. Bivol looked like he could have done that all night. Yeah, facts. Man said man was breathing from the third round. It's true. His hands was low. I was if, like... If you nah. go back and watch the fight along, after round five, I said, Tundi, he's tired, you know? Yeah. Oh. He's tired. Uh, yep, Kurt Campbell, I said the same thing. His legs are too big. Canelo's... And, and you see the same with Andy Ruiz as well now. Andy Ruiz was fat. In my opinion, he was better when he was fat. <laughs> he was better when he was... I know it's not good to call people fat, but he was better oversized. So let's, let's use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was chubby. When he was chubby. When he was chubby. He was better because now you start to see slits in his thighs and all them thing there. You know when it, when the thighs are slit, you see the, the sections of the of the thigh muscle. And again, he got clapped down by Chris Ariola. All right, then. He got yeah, cut down by Chris Allo. Did AJ put Ruiz down on the floor? He did, he did, he did. In the same round. Oh, yeah, with a left hook in it. Yeah, clap him down with a left hook. Um, Chippy said Yard Bivol would be a better fight. Again, these are all fights that, you know, if they happen, they happen. I don't put things out there. I'd rather just prepare for the future. That's what me and Anne have always done. Prepare for the future, and I think that's the best method. Really, you 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 just you just lose yourself when you start saying, oh, "I want to fight this one." No, no, you want to be a world champ, and whoever's got the belt at the time, that's who we're prepared to fight. So, you know, we ain't there yet, and that's why I don't really talk about and uh, myself and Ant's. Well, it's Anthony. You know, Anthony's the fighter. I'm the trainer and the manager. I don't really like talking because we're not there yet. We're not on that level um, in reality. You know, everybody's got their own thoughts. It's people talk about, you're saying Bivol too skilled. Why? Why is he too skilled? You don't, you ain't seen Ant's skill. <laughs> Again, you, that's, why I don't, that's why I don't get into this conversation. Because Bivol told you last night, he believes in his skills. Every fighter's supposed to believe in his skills. You think I'm going around, I'm not, bruv, I'm not, I know what this is. So, bruv, don't try to get me in. You're trying to get me hot, but I'm getting better. I don't, I don't, I don't snap to you, man, no more. I used to snap to you, man, but I'm cool now. But so everyone, you're in the eight, 99, uh, yeah, yeah. 95, 96. Thank you yeah. so much. After watching Kenel's performance last night, is it fair to say Terrence Crawford is pound for pound number one in the world as Bud still undefeated? As and as for me, beat Spence whenever. The fight gets made. No, I can't I say. Continue to. I cannot say Terence Crawford is pound for pound number one, and we cannot just throw Canelo out of the equation because he's lost. I, I don't. This is this is not right. You know, uh, because we because what what Floyd Mayweather has done 
he's made people think that professional fighters don't lose. That's that's what you know. Um, that's the that's the the flip side to Floyd retiring fifty and all. Everyone has to have this perfect resume, and oftentimes people um who get the most respect are the people that have come back from adversity and and defeat Muhammad Ali, Joe Fraser, Sugar Ray Robinson, Rocky Marciano. The list goes on and on. Chavez. Rocky Marciano never come back from defeat. No, no, sorry. No, yeah, you see, I'm, I'm glad. You're on your phone, but you're listening, like what I do. But, yeah, but... Um, of course uh, I do. Ulo Cesar Chavez. I'm just, I'm just reading the other comments through the live, through, through on my phone. Okay, yeah. yeah. Felix Trinidad, Oscar De La Hoya, Shane Mosley. There's many fighters who come back. The reason why I can't put Crawford as number one is because of his resume thus far. It's his resume. Beat Spence, definitely up there. You know, he's been undisputed in two weight classes, I think, so far. Uh, Crawford, is that right, Spence? Being undisputed? Yeah. He was undisputed at 140, wasn't he? Yeah, 140 is the only one where he's undisputed at. He was WBO oh, champion. Okay, that, okay, so one so uh, far. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. going for the second one. Okay, yeah. but his resume is still relatively weak. If you look at Spence, Spence has beaten top guys in their prime. Um, I think Crawford's biggest wins of notable people is Khan, Porter at the end of his career. Um, who else, Spence? Who? Crawford. Charles Crawford. Charles Crawford. Nganu to, to, to unify um, Khan, Kel Brook, um, um, Jeff Horn, who got the win over Manny Pacquiao, even though it was a debated win over Manny Pacquiao. Yes. Uh, he's got Gamboa. Gamboa hurt him as well, you know. Right? Yep. Um, I can beat Gamboa. <laughs> right. So he's got, he's got, He's got some good names on his on his record. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Crawford, and listen, yeah. it's not. And he's a skills man as well. Let's not get twisted. He's a he's, yeah, yeah. He's, Crawford he's is skills man. Skills. Skills, um, but I'm telling you that Errol Spence will give him a run. Of course, we know right? this. And don't get twisted by the Errol Spence. Like uh, the Errol Spence that I saw the other day, that guy's mm. an animal, and that's animal. that. Yeah, mm. I mean, Errol, Errol Spence is an animal. Animal, 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 animal. Mm. So, um, me... man saying, uh, when when man saying, um, you know what? Today I'm not even going to block you. You said yard is trash, yeah. I say, all right, cool. Thank you for your right, opinion. You're not, not going to block them. That's cool, but I'm going to no, block them. No, no, I'm no, I don't listen. From I see these little joke burger plants. No, 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 but I said I'm not going to block him. But guess what? I lied. Yeah, <laughs> Later, yeah. mate. Oh, oh, right. I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time for this. I haven't got time for this. <laughs> he actually thought he was going to stay on the little thing. Bruv, I'm blocking your ass. <laughs> anyway, up. <clears throat> Rare 179. Thank you. Tundi, I feel bad beats anyone from 147 to 168. That is a big statement, Rare. And you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, he's entitled to your opinion. 168. That's, that's, that's massive. But one thing I will give Bud Crawford, you know, he's strong narration, Alton. I see the man do some bench pressing, some, some deadly thing. He's a strong human being, you know, very, very strong. And also, it's like guys ain't too quick to say they want to engage with him. He's a strong guy, but like I said, Errol Spence is strong as well. And that's the fight that I want to see. 
And once that fight happens, then we're going to know who's who's the best. And even more so now, with what we just saw happen with Canelo, that fight has so much importance because there has never been in the four belt era. Why is people lying? Why, hold on, wait there. Why, what? Edit. No, no, no. I'm not going to put that up. I don't even put that up. Right. We, we've never had, a, we've never had an undisputed champion at, at 147 in a four belt era. So now, that is interesting. Can I just say, I'm not even going to put up this comment. Why do people try to lie that fights are happening when they haven't been made? You just all heard a certain promoter tell people this is going to happen at that date. This is going to happen at that date. It don't go like that. It don't go, even if the fight's signed, you got to win the fight that's in front of you. So when this man's saying fights happen here, fights happen, you got to win the fight that's in front of you. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. And when yeah. man said, we've all fought, Canelo will be fighting GGG in September. It may still happen because Yard, um, Yard, because Canelo may decide that he doesn't want to invoke the rematch clause and defend his titles against Kovalev in a trilogy um, in September. He may not even fight in September. He may want to take a break. Because remember, he had an overactive year last year. In COVID, yeah. in COVID, he fought like four times. Yeah, yeah. You know, we know top fighters don't fight four times a year now. Not at that level. His body might just be tired, literally, from all the training and all the working and all the sparring and, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just something. Last night was Bivol's night and... Uh, we just have to take it and congratulate the man. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see um, where we go from here. I definitely know there's some Americans on this thing here now because we've got 589. I know there's... When man saying Yard wouldn't beat fam, um, Bivol, fam, keep it real. Bruv, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. You, bruv, you all said Canelo was going to beat Bivol. And now Bivol's beating Canelo. All you lot have become Bivol fans. When I say all you lot, I don't want to be so. This is what I'm trying to say. That's why boxing is something. That's why it's only certain man is solid. There's only a few solid man. I heard Bosi, the rapper, say the other day, you can have 10 million followers on Instagram, only 2% roll with you. 2% of those. All right. All right. Only 2% are the real ones. So, bruv, all you man, last night you was Canelo fans prior to the fight. Now, all of a sudden, you're Bivol fans. So, I can't trust you, man's comments. <laughs> oh, tight. Thomas Newell, thank you for the five pound. He said, Canelo has looked gassed in the last few years. He was behind against Kovalev and even BJS, Billy Joe Saunders, he didn't land much until the stoppage. Facts. Facts. I'm telling you. Facts. And he's had such a busy resume. Let's not forget this guy is human. This guy is human. And uh, the body needs some recuperation. You know, it needs some rest. You can't just be... And remember, it's high-level energy we're talking about. We're talking about the whole... And, mix. and you can't rest properly if you turn vegan. 
Who told you that? You can't rest. The body needs protein. And they're going to say, but you can get it from this, you can get it from that. Remember, you have to change the habit of a lifetime when you've changed your diet. A man said, did you, a man said, wait there. <laughs> I can't say that, Jay. I can't say that. Jolene's giving me a joke. I can't say that on the thing. Anyway, um, Mardi too said, did you, did you not see what Pound Sterling said from the winner's podcast? Bro, I'm, I'm boosting that man's thing. Man ain't boost up my things. I, I don't know. No, no, we got Pound Sterling. We got Pound Sterling. We know them man there. We know them, them man there's foundation. So big up Pound Sterling. He said, did you see, did you not see what Pound Sterling said from the winners podcast? He said, Canelo them fool. They was fighting Rocky Fielding when they picked Bivol. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, fam. These man <laughs> underestimated Bivol. They looked at it. That's what I'm saying. I don't, when man say you're only as good as your last fight, I've never said that. I don't believe that. That's another adage, an old adage that's put out there and people just follow without thinking. Because a man can perform well. You know, like when you're in school, you just bust up a normal you. And then a man, the real man, step up to the plate. You come with a different kind of kung fu, fu kung fu style, and then you watch some different WWE tapes before you go and fight him in school the next day. So you get up for certain fights. So you can't really just say a man is as good as his last fight. I don't believe that. I've never believed that. I believe that yeah. a Kenjan can bring out the best in a fighter. And last night, Bivol, he bought all of his A game. All of that experience, you know, I heard um, fighters who had sparred with him before, <laughs> Benavidez, uh, Zerdo, all these guys were being disrespectful, but not disrespectful, if you get what I'm saying, Spence. Mm. Um, like he's just a basic fighter, a one-two man. But for all you know, true, he's got Mr. Miyagi in his cool corner. Mr. Miyagi might be just saying, just give him the one-two for the sparring session. You understand? Yeah. Don't show yeah. them the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Perform on the night. You don't know yeah. again. You can't take everything from sparring. Uh, Bivol beats Baturbev, in my opinion. After last night, who knows? <clears throat> again, Baturbev has to get past Joe Smith. And... That's not an easy fight, you know? And then the winner has to fight us. So, again, same thing what I'm saying. You cannot be predicting fights that are going to take place before the fight that is, is due to take place before that fight, if that makes sense. I don't know what that, what that actually meant. But in essence, one must focus on the task at hand. And then move on to the next fight. And I, all throughout this build-up, that's all I heard Bivol talking about. I'm not really worried about what's next. He said, I don't even know what I'm going to eat tonight or tomorrow. I'm dealing with now. And uh, deal with now is certainly what he did last night. Um, options for um, Canelo, Spence. Um if you were the man in, in the management team of Canelo Alvarez, 
which really in essence is Eddie Reneso. Um, would you go for a straight rematch or would you think about, because he's Canelo, he can do what he wants. He can do what he wants. And I'm going to be real, um, what Canelo should do, because he still holds the belts down at 168. Yes. He should go and make a unification bout, still have the unification bout with uh, uh, with Golovkin, have that trilogy fight, then go back up and fight Bivol. I think um, that's what I believe he should do. The reason why events, you know, we don't, you know, people get. Oh, upset. Sorry, sorry. Lee E. Roy Jones talked about the stress of the, the body changing weight classes, not as easy as everyone thinks from across the pond. So big up Lee E. for the nine ninety nine dollars. Yes, sir. Thank you. And he's right. Roy Jones should know. You know, he he, he went up to heavyweight and came back down. Um, Bro, he finished when he did that. Say again, Roy Jones was finished the night that he did that to him. Yeah, that's facts. He was finished. Was never the same. Yeah, he was finished. He was finished. His chin was never the same. That's that's facts. Um, and you know, listen, um, Canelo's fluctuated with it, and I, I maybe you know I know he likes to take challenges and stuff like that, but I think that I think there's something we 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 don't know. We're not being told. I I, I don't know about this weight thing. You know, um. You've got yourself in a position where you literally can pick who you want, and I just think it's about picking the fights. And I, again, they did think they underestimated Bivol yesterday. Ice Cold, thank you for the five pounds. He said Usyk versus Bivol. What happens? P.S. I'm not a yank. Shake my head. <laughs> again, these are all fantasy mashups. We don't want to get into this fantasy thing, and, I, and that's what I said prior to this. It's all fantasy. Let's deal with what's on paper. Usyk is a heavyweight. Bivol is a light heavyweight. They're in between that. There's cruiserweight at 14 stone four. There's another division now. The What's it called? The bridge. Bridge Bridgeweight. Bridgeweight. Or whatever they call it. So there's yeah. that. And then there's heavyweight. So let's just, there's, there's great fights, great matchups in the light heavyweight division for Bivol. Anthony Yard. We're there. Well, it's, it's coming. Joe Smith Jr. Uh, Artur Baturvi. That's four men. It's a, they're good fights all around. I'm not really concerned about any other person. I just the champions and us. There are. I'm sure there's even more fights in the light heavyweight divisions. So we don't really need to be jumping out of weight classes just to please fans at this moment in time when. There isn't a number one solid in 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 the division. The, in, really, even in the heavyweight division, there's not a number one solid. You know, there is, uh, there is. Fury at the WBC, Usyk's got the other three belts. So, you know that you know that's to, depending on what Tyson does. You know, um, they still got business to handle. The one four seven, they still got business to handle. You know, um, I think Shakur's dealt with the super featherweights, is it? 130 super feather? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he boxed fantastically. The Shukur, other day. yeah. Shukur. De um, uh, um, Devin is about to unify 
The lightweights. What, what fight is that? The 11th of June, isn't it? Say again? I think that fight is the 11th of next month, I think that fight is. Um, I'm not too sure, you know. I can't remember. I, I'm it's looking forward to that fight. I'm yeah. so looking forward to it. I mean, we were fortunate to have Bill on, Bill Haney, yeah. the, the, the father of Devon on, was it two weeks ago now? Um, and that was, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight. That's going to be a very, very good fight. So June the fifth. Thank you very much. June thank the fifth. Yes. Uh, Twenty-fifth was not in this game. Hello. Say that again, sir. Sorry. No, I was just, no. Um, the the brother that just let us know on the date of that fight. Oh, June the 5th. Okay. Uh, Tundi, if Bivol was not on his game, Canelo would have won and it would have been a different story. Um, True. I guess so. But that's always the case. Yard, Golovkin, Benavidez. Those are his best options. Talking about Bivol. Oh, no. Talking about Canelo. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Yard might get the winner of Arthur Batavia. What? It's not Mike. It's he happening. Is I don't right. know why people say Mike. Yeah, I mean, it's like, happening. If we will be ringside, we will be ringside June eighteenth. The winners come into fight us. It's gonna happen. So, anyway, um, let's move on. So there does there don't need to be no speculation about that. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and 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 hopefully Frank Warren could work his magic, as he said, and try and get the fight here. Bob uh, Aram has already agreed to the winner coming to the UK to fight Anthony. Um, so, you know, but again, anything can happen in boxing. So I don't really want to put my mouth on it too much, but that's what's been agreed. And um, we wait and see. We wait and see. In the meantime, we just have to focus on concentrating on our own craft and getting better every day, which is what we're doing. Old type Mehmet, our turn. Thank you for the 1799 pounds he said whatever eddie touched or promotes it goes downhill too much no, movie like promotion god works in humbling ways well well um i think eddie has been a great performer um but and here was a but to it when you got two men fighting each other and you think that you're in with one and not the other you know what I mean? I would just like to be real. Me, personally, if I was Eddie Hurd, I would have said straight, I'm pissed. Straight. Not like, oh, congratulations to Bivol when you know you don't mean it. Mm. You know you don't mean it. I'm going to be straight. I'm going to say that. Yeah. But Bivol said that. Bivol said, I know Eddie's not happy for me, but... Because, <laughs> listen, that's, his, that's, the, that's the breadwinner of the thing. You know right, what, Canelo? Canelo's the biggest draw. And Eddie is bound to be upset, but it ain't going to stop him because he's a grafter. So he'll be out trying to make things happen uh, from from today, from yesterday, in fact. Um, how comes you lot never get AWAP? AWAP's been on the podcast. Yeah, you, come on, man. Anyway, just go, just on the same link that you are now, click onto Stanford for Sale YouTube channel, yeah. and then just in search, just put Anthony Yard, and it will come up, and you'll hear... You know, listen, answer fighter. And I, I, I like that. I like fighters to be fighting, training. You know, and ain't really coming up here like some, but we're not there. Again, you know, we're very realistic with where we are in terms of this boxing landscape. And uh, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, there's, a, there, there, there's you know, good fighters, good competition. We believe we're, you know, we're at that level and, and we just got to keep on working. And 
you know, you know me, my, my, my whole energy changes when I talk about and and boxing and us and where we're going. And that's why I don't really like touching on it too much. I just like talking about everybody else. <laughs> but yeah, we're there, we're there. And uh, hopefully we'll get this fight uh, by the end of the year. Um, yes, Canelo owns fans. Canelo's own fans was booing him. Okay, I didn't see that. Well, let's remember, we had to turn off the sound. We had to turn off the sound. But when I watched that guy, I didn't really hear his fans booing him. It, you know I mean, this is this is professional sport. This is professional boxing. And when we're, when we're, that's like, I don't know if his fans were booing him. Yes, true boxing talk. Spence and Tony, also made any improvements to Canelo since Floyd. Is Renee so overrated? Much love. Big up, my guy, Black Fight fan from Boxing Talk. Listen the one and only. The Tundi. one and only Tundi. Black Fight fan. Listen, listen to what I'm thinking, yeah? I'm just being real. M my grandmother could train Canelo and he'd still be a bad boy. And he'd still be a what? He'd still be a bad boy. My grandma could train Canelo and he'd still be a bad boy. You sure? Right? What, what credentials has your grandmother got, mate? What are you talking about? She don't need none. <laughs> and, and, and you know why she don't need none? Because my grandma's been dead since 1989, September. So I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling you this. That's what we reflects in Jamaica to Barrier. So she could... Right, Cano, Cano, like... No disrespect to anyone also. He must know something, right? Yes. But like I'm saying, when everyone's over-gassing, but I'm saying, hold up a second... Ed Reynoso was working with Valdez the other day. What technical improvements did he did did he make to him inside of the fight? I'm talking inside of the fight, you know. Right. You know a good trainer when they can make improvements and adjustments to the fire when they're in the fight and things ain't going their way. Mm. What what adjustments were made? What adjustments were made last night? What adjustments were made last night? I don't know if I agree with that, Spence. I mean, you don't have to agree with it. I'm telling you now. Of course. But listen, we can agree to disagree or whatever yeah, you call it. Simple, brother. Um, I just think that certain fighters have your number. Certain fighters are more skilled than you. And, um, you know, not everybody can train a Muhammad Ali. Not everybody can train a, a Floyd Mayweather. And, uh, you, you know, you work with what you've got. Uh, Fighters have to understand and trainers have to understand it takes two to tangle. You know, the, the trainer has to have the knowledge to impart on the fighter and the fighter's got to be willing to take in the instructions. So it's always a two-way thing. In terms yeah. of... In terms so of what... The talk in America, especially where true boxers are coming from, is that the talk out there, in general consensus, they think like Eddie Reynoso is... is Grossly overrated. You know what yeah, I mean? But, but, but they, they, if we, if we rewind back, didn't people say the same thing about Roger Mayweather? Didn't they say it's not Roger? No, no, yes, they, they never said Who they told me that was in the gym? Wait, yeah, they would say that oh, it's, it's not a ton, but I know they, that they never. Roger Mayweather never ever won Trainer of the Year. How Tony, do you work that out? You know why? We know why he never won Trainer. No, no, no. no. But, but what I'm trying to say is that um, that proves what I'm saying. No, that but Eddie Ronaldo was Trainer of the Year every every second. 
Yeah, because of what it's Canelo like, has done. It's like they have trainer of the year and they have it like every six months to Routed. Every minute he's getting it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Jolene, you know the set. Sorry, me and Jolene's having this personal te text. Okay. But, but, but the point what I'm saying is uh, the question from Black Fight Fan Trill Boxing Talk in the US of A was Spencer Antundi, has Eddie Renaso made any improvements to Canelo since Floyd? Is Renaso overrated? Much love. I don't, my answer to this is I don't feel he's overrated. I feel <laughs> that he's worked tirelessly with Canelo from a young man, him and his father, and he's built a champion. He's built a champion. Since the Floyd fight, and let's get this right. This conversation has only come up, really, maybe not in America, but this conversation has only really come up because of the beatdown Canelo got last night. But prior to this, people were actually saying that Canelo has stolen Floyd's moves. Tundi, stolen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's stolen I'm, tun, tun. The best thing that ever happened to Canelo or share the room with Floyd Mayover. Of course. Because he, he was doing things from he was doing things from way before from Floyd, what he got from Floyd. Right? But then when he shared the room with Floyd, he, that's when he was like, he was like, aha, uh -huh, well, I'm going with that as well. So I just don't know. know he should have never said he would beat Floyd with Floyd now. Because you made Floyd put that energy in you. You see, Floyd just posts up the ticket. <laughs> it's an easy money because <laughs> you know what that Floyd's got one of them well if Floyd's one of them man if you say bad things about him he's not gonna forget fam. never so, but, never. but Eddie Renaso, in my opinion <clears throat> he has developed a method a system of boxing which has worked for Canelo it's evident you know you reap what you sow in this life not just in boxing and if you are given a fighter that you do not deserve, that fighter won't be with you for very long. As, we've seen, as we've seen in on many occasions, man getting fighter, then bruv, they have one performance and the fighter's gone. You know, he's gone back to the real thing. And so Eddie Renato has done, he's made his name. What I said is, I I think maybe him, and I've, done, I've made oh, a mistake. Sorry, sorry to cut you, yeah? Let me just say a massive big up to Marcus and Mandy from Gogglebox on receiving a BAFTA today. Press the button for Marcus and Mandy. And their son, Sugarfly, the creator, is boxing on May 21st as well. It was an incredible talent. And I've got a big number. I've just seen it now, so I said, boy, I have to props that right now ASAP Rocky because they're good people. Really, really good people. And I'm disrelated to the mum as well, but yeah, properly to Mandy. So proper big up to those because they are they are so genuine, they're genuine people. So I, I love to see that. And like, yeah, then they got a BAFTA. Big up, beautiful. Big up. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know if if uh, Black Fat fans just putting out the question just subjectively, but I can see, you, you know, you, you know what is Black Fat fan. You know, sometimes you feel that, certain man don't get the credit they deserve and, and certain man get overrated. I just feel that nobody can deny how comes my mum always phones me when the show's going on? <laughs> Take over, mummy's phoning fam. Yeah. Mommy's so, what? This, yeah, this is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, okay, I'll totally pause it. Um, mute your mic. So this, this is what I'm saying. And um, big up, um, draw boxing again, right? This, I'm just going by my pin. I'm just saying, like, yes, everyone also he's good, but I'm just saying. I haven't seen no major improvements, and I like to see when a guy's in a, in a in a fight that they make adjustments. I don't. I and in his last two defeats of his two fighters in the space of a week, I haven't seen these fighters be in a fight and make adjustments. So therefore, then you know what I mean there's, there's got to be something there, or maybe like Eddie Reynoso is taking this thing too 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 business right now. Did he take it too business right now? He's kind of dropping off a path. So maybe that could be something. But it is what it is. And we move on. Right. Someone just gave us some, some Snapchat money and turned just to yes, the back. You know, mommy, mommy takes precedent over everything. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, thank you, Adrian uh, Laville for the 449. Uh, I think Canelo's arrogance and the media gassed him up, hence him not having any new tactics for this fight. I don't believe uh, that. I don't believe that. I don't believe uh, Whatever gas is on Canelo is rightfully deserved. Yes. Because you can't name me a fighter that's been down, um, uh, what's it, uh, one, what's it, one, one, four, one, five, three, one, four, well, so one, five, four, and gone all the way up to 175, right? And become world champion. Like I said, I said this already to you before. The, the the we had Mike McCollum do it, we had Sugar Ray Leonard do it, we had Tommy Hearns do it, and we've had Canelo do it. You know what I mean? Roy Jones, we could have called him a name, but he started professional when he turned pro in 88, end of 88, after the Olympics. But he started as, as, a, as a junior middleweight, but he never won a world title at that weight. So, no, what Canelo's done, that's incredible. So, uh, he, I don't believe that his arrogance on his behalf I think it could be a, a, a fact of just being just being in someone who's got your number and and Bivol had his number and Bivol prepared hard for that fight and we should be congratulating that man on another level because what he did last night was absolutely tremendous and it was a pleasure and a joy to watch. Man saying the silk pajamas that Canelo came out of the final presser was his downfall. Now he always wears them pajamas though. You're paying you them big peas to their thing. You're not saying no. Well, that's him. That's him, my brother. You, you, you. If you was getting the money that Canelo was getting, you'd wear knickers and bra. I'm telling you that now because I'm dressed up for a lot. But I'm saying that's some serious cheddar that he's getting. Some serious cheddar. But you know what? Yeah, I think, uh, um, I, I, uh, true boxing, this thing's serious, you know. You know, you just, I just was about to go back to your thing. And then you just, I just see the $5. Oh, type black, but the American con contingent is with us. The, the US on. is backing us. Come on. Well, the, the energy is here tonight. Oh, tight, boxing talk. Thank you for the $5, sir. He says, salute to you, brothers. Thank you. The question was subjective. Congratulations to Bivol. Yeah, trust me. I know, I know you're, you're a very highly intelligent brother. 
and I know when you talk, you don't just talk for nothing because <laughs> you're a serious guy. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, thank you for clarifying that because that's what I was asking. You know, was it subjective or was it was an opinion? Um, yeah, you know, and going back to it, I have to go back to it because that's what I really wanted to do. I just feel that you've got to give credit where credit's due. How people view people really doesn't matter to the individual who's solid. You know, um, he's done what he's done for his fighter. Um, I do believe, and Spencer touched on it earlier on in the show, that bringing other people around, other energies in your camp. Wow. That's what matched up Canelo. Because before, <laughs> when Canelo was doing his thing with, with Renoso Senior, and yes. I don't know about the next fighter in the camp, Tundi. It was just yes. their man doing their thing. Yeah, right? it's the energies. It's the energy. Uh, and, and you know, and sorry to cut you, Tony. That could have a lot to do with the influence of Oscar De La Hoya. Yes. Oscar yes. De La Hoya never used to have no next man around him. Oscar yes. De La Hoya said, listen, I'm the star boy. You're working yes. with me. Forget about working with this man and that man. You're working with me. Yes. Yeah, trust me, Oscar. And uh, and I believe I believe in that. I believe in that. I believe you've got to be careful of the energy that you bring around you. Um... Because you know you are you are the people that you're around, you know whether you think you're strong or not. You know thoughts are powerful. So, but big up, big up Eddie Renee. So he's done his thing. Let's not say that the the the, the gravy train is over. Let's just say that they're gonna need to readjust. Canelo's too big for the gravy train to be over. It's not yeah. over. If if Canelo got punched up and then knocked out really badly, then yes. the gravy chains are over. But when you're as big as Canelo, the gravy train can never ever be over. Because he's still a highly, highly skilled competitor. He's going to win the rematch. Watch, trust me. Right. I, I, right. I hear a man talking. I bet she wins the rematch, Spence. Yeah, tell me. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that he wins the rematch. But like I said to you already, he should have won the first fight. So, Ben hey. Oldham. Hey, all I see is red. When I see red, every conversation stops. Forget the American back in yeah, this yeah. evening. Ben Odom comes straight. Because you know, Amer you know, you know, Ben ain't on the American thing. So he's like, ah, right, bruv, I'm going to show these young men that we're, we're dishing out a hundred pounds. Not Naira. <laughs> not Naira. Not Yen. But pounds. Forget about the American back in this evening. Man's coming with the, the UK thing. <laughs> Oh, type Ben Odom. He ain't even saying nothing. He's just dashing out a hundred pounds like that. Thank you so much. You know, Ben is Mr. Snapchat himself. I'm no one can't chat to Ben Odom in this thing here. Nobody. <laughs> He's the done. So, bruv, Black Fight fan, you better call for your man's them. Because, you know, last time your man's them was coming and it was a little nah, competition. You know, what we should have done, what we should have done, we got Black Fight fan on, but we never, um, we didn't get him on. But oh, we could have got Gary to send him a leak. Black Fight fan, uh, would you be our guest next Sunday? I know you're not a man who go and jump on other people's things, so uh, we're putting it out there next Sunday. We don't even know what's happening next Sunday, but it'd be good to just chat to you, catch up. You know, you, you always give us the real, the realness, the realness of the, of what's going on stateside. Uh, but if Come not, on. if you want to keep the energy, I, I get it. And uh, but you know, you always got our love, and we're always gonna be supporting you, either way. Uh, yes, old type Miss Ringside. Yeah, big up Ben Odom. You know, he's in the building. Ben, Ben ain't in the long talking, he's just dishing out money, cash. No joking. Um, going back to the Canelo conversation, yeah, the rule true. Trust me, don't ramp, don't play with them, man. There, um, 
Um, going back to the Canelo conversation because it is a hot topic. Um, One second. Yo, Derek. Yeah, what's up? What's speaking? Spencer Ferro, man. We speaking. You don't want number stone, bro. What are you saying? Yo, Derek, the trainer, I'm, I'm doing my show live right now. I just want your opinion on what you thought yesterday was about um, with the Canelo fight. I, I didn't see it. You didn't see the Canelo fight? I told you, I told you, Derek don't watch boxing. I told you, Spence. That's pretty bad. I know, you don't, I know, I know, I know. I thought you'd watch that one. But this one I want to know is this, right? Congratulations on on Errol Spence's fan, fantastic performance two weeks ago now, right? This this one I want to know from you, Derek. I'm going to keep this really, really quick, Derek. Because the only reason why, because someone just mentioned you on our chat, what we're doing now, and they said, you are grossly underrated as a trainer. Um, Tundi's always sung your praises. That's my, my co-host who trains Anthony Yard, the beast from the East, the, the light heavyweight contender. Okay, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, Tundi yeah, always yeah, big yeah, up, yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, I want to know this. It's like, are we going to see your guy versus Terrence Crawford anytime soon? Yeah, it should be. And what, so. and what happens when Errol Spence gets his hands on Terence Crawford? Hey! <laughs> 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 It'll be a pretty interesting deal. I think that uh, Crawford's a good fighter. And I, I think that at the same time, I think that his level of competition has not been so great, but that doesn't take away from his greatness. But I think it adds to a level of, uh, you know, you think something else about yourself. So we'll see how it is when he gets in the ring with technically sound, fundamentally, you know, fundamental and technical sound fighter that, as people say, is very boring and they don't see anything special about it. But that's where people don't understand the basics and techniques of boxing. Not about what you see special, it's about what you can deal with. So we'll see. Okay, Derek. I just get that brief because like, I like to show off my black book. So it is what it is. Derek, you have a fantastic Sunday, my friend. I'm going to call you tomorrow because we've got to talk about the Everton. And just big up yourself here, yeah, Derek. God bless you, my brother. All right. No doubt. I appreciate that. You called me earlier, didn't you? I missed the call. Yeah, yeah. I sent you a message earlier because what it was is like, Bomac, what do you think of Bomac? Because I see uh, Errol Spence was like, <laughs> he was going in on Bomac this week. I think he's a decent guy. I mean, I don't really know him. I mean, I have nothing to say about him. I mean, I think that this is a fight, you know, against the guys. I mean, they want to bring us in and that's, a, that's on them. But, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't have nothing to say about him, man. I mean, I think, you know, he is who he is. I mean, you know, it's been, like I say, he's been very successful. You know, Crawford's been a champ for, I think, about, what, about six, seven, eight, nine years or something like yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. champ for a while. Meaning, you know, at one while he had two champs and they never really acknowledged that he had two champs. I mean, I think that was kind of ill. But, uh, you know, it's life, man. You know, I keep on pushing on. So the guys who had one champ, you know, like, you know, or really, like, not really that much, you know, prestige, they don't really, you know, they didn't really acknowledge him. They didn't acknowledge him. They didn't acknowledge uh, a lot of people. So I think that's kind of ill the way they did it. But, 
know, never got whole. Everybody loved to death. And three losses in a row. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. Because I know we're all in the same game. I think that you know, it's life <laughs> it You never know, brother. Okay, Derek. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the fight is right. The the you know what I mean incredibly great trainer and trainer, trainer, trainer of the year, Mr. Derek James. Derek, big up yourself, my brother. Love you. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you. I'll take care. Look for the car tomorrow. All right, bro. Love. Yeah. Big up Derek D. James, the trainer of one arrow, the truth, Spence. And Charlie. <laughs> you know, the black book's powerful. The energy is serious tonight, Spence. It's serious. No, it's only because I saw my, my man was talking about him on there and saying, like, yeah, criminally underrated as a trainer. So I thought, let me just phone him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Texas man, them are. And I told you, Derek don't watch a lot of boxing. You don't watch a lot of boxing. You don't watch a lot of boxing. And, you know, that's another man who's focused and again, on, on, on who he's got. And, and I said to you that things don't just happen, abracadabra. You know, uh, for every effect, there must be a cause. And uh, uh, this is goes back to Eddie Renaso. He deserves it. Whatever he's got, the accolades, he actually deserves it because uh, the history is there. You go back and look at Canelo as a young 15-year-old boy. You see Renaso there. They, they've come up together. And... Uh, Canelo always says it. He wouldn't be nowhere without his trainer. So we can't just, you know, park him off to one side uh, like he doesn't, like he, he he isn't worthy of the accolades he's got. Um, but big up Derek, another guy, man. When I met met Derek in Vegas uh, with Errol, they're just humble people. Just humble people. They're real, real. <laughs> Fighting man said the black book's a scam. <laughs> yeah, man said the black book's a scam. Anyway. So if I'm Nigerian, I'd agree with that person. <laughs> <laughs> Big up off the canvas boxing. Uh, uh, he said, evening, gents. Uh, and a great show as always. Does Canelo's resume give him credit in the bank when it comes to criticism, e.g. choice of opponent's tactics? Um... His resume definitely gives him credit, but um, but again, he lost just lost to a better man last night. Where is he in the pound for pound list? Well, he's still top five. He's still come top on, five. come on, Tundi, Tundi. Let's be real. Canelo is still top three. Yeah, trust me. I right? mean, well, you know what? Here's a, here's a question for you, Spence. Where does Bivol now come in the pound for pound list? Bivol is top ten. Yes, yes. Right, he's got a good body of work as well. He's got good guys on on his on his, on his resume. Yeah. He, yes. he and 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 he's beating a man that is now a world champion as well. He's beating a current WBO world champion. Right. right. So you can't you can't overlook that. He's 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 up there. But the win that he got over Canelo, where nobody the the, the bookies never had him in favor for that fight. Nobody was really going on thinking that he was going to win this fight, and he come out and he was victorious. You know what I mean? Um. Two, uh, yeah, off the canvas, saying Canelo's still pound for pound. Um, Ryan John Baptiste says number one right now is Canelo. So Canelo's, it seems like uh, the defeat 
has no, a, a you can't be number one pound. You can't be, let's just call it as it is. You can't be number one pound for pound and you just took it out. Sorry, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. You know what I mean? Um, it's, there, there is a mix that's going on right now, but you actually you actually lost the fight. So you can say, oh, yeah, but yeah, we look at his body of work. His body works excellent. But <clears throat> he still got beat yesterday. So I just think it's only fair and be fitting to say, like, you're not pound for pound number one. Bivol is not going to be elevated to be um, pound for pound number one now because he hasn't got that body of work. He's got, he's got a strong body of work, but he hasn't got that body of work where it's been champion upon champion upon champion over the last decade. That's the seriousness of Canelo. But he just lost. So no, fair is fair. You're not number one in um, our fight anymore. Yeah, you can't be. Um, Canelo can't no, be number one. You can't be. I'm sorry. You just, you just, I'm not having that one at all. After taking the L. Ben um, Oldham again. Read that one out too. Right. Ben Oldham, thank you for the 100 pounds again. I'm tempted to say Naira. But Naira can't test 100 pounds. 100 Naira can't test 100 pounds. No way, Jose. He said, I find the Errol versus Crawford talk incredibly frustrating. Many people rate Crawford highly, but Errol is all wrong for Crawford. Hmm. Spence is too strong and vicious for Crawford. That strength and nastiness nullifies the skill of Crawford. Derek is being humble. He knows. I'm telling you, man, don't know how spiteful Errol Spence is. They, they yet. Having right. said that, Crawford could be a nasty piece of work as well. No, Crawford is a Crawford is a very very spiteful human being. That don't get twisted. Right. But you know what? I was really impressed with Errol Spence in his last fight, and what I realized with Errol Spence is like. He knows that he's got X amount of fights in him and he's not killing up himself until he has to kill up himself because the performance that he gave out the other day against Ugas was a very, very good performance because I don't business. Ugas is no joke. Ugas can fight. Um, Mark Falcone said Ben Odom is number one powerful man. <laughs> no, one minute again. One million percent. Ben is number one Snapchat, pound for pound. Be Wait, there, I'm seeing this guy, um, um, Jam84. He's saying, like, Spence is better, Crawford is boring. Crawford is not boring at all. How can anyone say that Terence Bud Crawford is boring? He's not boring. Who said that? Yeah, somebody said that Terence Crawford is boring. He's not boring at all. And you know what? The argument now is that he's pound for pound number one fighter in the world. Mm. Man said Crawford beat Spence very easily. Screenshot this. <laughs> no, you screenshot it, bro. Yeah, yeah, you screenshot it and send it into us, yeah. <laughs> you screenshot it. <laughs> um compare the contrast hike. Spence and Bud dealt with Porter. Uh Bud is I can't go by that. I can't go by that. I can't go by that. And literally, when people say styles make fights, that it's an old adjective, and people just say it like it's a throwaway comment, right? Um, we could go back and like in history, I could tell you about on 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 history, Ben Oldham again, you know. Let me shut my mouth. No, no. being punches. Come on, Arthur. come on. 
Listen. He said that's, no that's boy, human yo. punches harder than a car crash. Jesus. And this man is chatting facts. Because come back from a car crash. Some star skin hutch car crash. Brother, it wasn't even on star skin hutch car crash. It was it was the professionals, Boldy and Doyle car crash too. <laughs> it was an evil Knievel car crash. I'm, te I'm telling you. And Errol survived that. Um, so mentally, you know, mentally he's strong. He's a strong dude. Um, listen, it's going to be a good fight, no matter how you look at it, because you've got two guys that ain't backing down. Two guys that want to create history. They want to hurt each other doing it. So um, it's going to be a good fight. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a good fight. Uh, Errol Spence Jr. versus Terence Bud Croft. Great fight. Ben Odom seems to think it's a foregone conclusion, meaning that Errol Spence wins all day long. Um, again, um, it's gonna, it's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be a great fight. I like the way uh, Derek just laughed. Uh, and, and a lot of people have this feeling. They just think uh, it was going to be a bit too big for um, Bud. Um, but yeah, you man don't even need podcast sponsor the way Ben Oldham's moving. <laughs> Come on, roadman science. But Ben Oldham helps us. He's a great supporter of us. And yeah, for real, Ben Oldham's, ben Oldham's been paying my mortgage for the last three months now, four or five months. <laughs> But big up, Ben. Always so thankful for your support, brother. A man not just talking with his mouth, but he's dipping in his pocket. He's back in the thing. Um, right. needs to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be. Bro, he looked big. He looked. He looked bigger the other day when I see him with um Keyshawn Davis. He looked yeah, even you know why? You know why? Because he's spending that MA car money, right? Wrigley's old tight right. Uh, thank you again. You guys are forgetting Bud been shot in the head. I don't think it was a real... Was it a real shoot? Boy, that's... When a man gets shot in the head, you ain't living to tell the, the rules, the rules, the real thing. Um, but listen, we don't want to glamorize uh, bad things that's happened in people's lives. They're both great fighters and they both ain't... They're both undefeated and they ain't backing down. It's going to be a great fight. Ben Oban is a suge knight of podcasts. Ben, you're creating a bit of a buzz here, mate. Yeah, 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 bruv. Everyone knows Ben Oldham. Your name's big on this thing here. <laughs> oh, tight. The man behind the cam, Gary, he's he's joined us. He's here. He's listening. Well, um, we've got, this is the last 15 minutes. Yes. Um, it's a minus. I went, I went to the pictures today to watch... Uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. Because uh, Tundi... Yeah, my son really enjoyed it, you know, so, yeah, my son really, really enjoyed it because, like... <laughs> Did you watch that, Spence? What? Watch the boy I see Richard Glazer off was so dead. Tundi, <laughs> I ain't watched it, bro. Uh, Naz, listen, bro, you know what I mean? I, I haven't watched it. And the thing about it is this is like 
I'm not knocking none of those kind of none of the two the two guys. I know it's gonna be a good fight. I I, I wouldn't be that enthralled to listen to them man be chatting to each other because not, I am I am tired, bro. Trust me, I'm tired today. You know what I mean? Um I I'm I wouldn't be interested in listening to the little talk to tell you that <laughs> So I mean listen, we got fourteen more minutes. Till 10. Uh, AMG2 said Richard is going to beat Boatsy. Mm, it's going to be a good fight. Um, Justin West says get some sweets, Spencer. But well, going back to Canelo. After um, this, I'm going to get to my bed. What is, what is, well, some people saying they're pissed. There's only 15 minutes left. You know, this is Sunday service for people. It is Sunday service. So you've got two hours, bro. You know what I mean? One more you want. In your hearts of hearts, what do you think is the next step for Canelo Alvarez? In my hearts of hearts, I believe because he's so big that he could go and fight, um, go and fight Golovkin. That's what I believe that could happen. Um, go and fight Golovkin. And then go and fight Bivol. Because you know what? And I would have him to beat Bivol in a rematch. Right? I would. But in saying that, maybe the, the miles on the clock has taken its toll on him. Yes. Talking it, Spence. I'm just, I'm just going to be real. Maybe the miles on... Uh, uh, listen, this, this man has been fighting world championship fights over the last decade. <coughs> right? Bit longer than that. When did you fight? When did you fight Mafia? And I'm sure that was like um, time ago. 2010. I'm sure it was around about 2010 times that he fought Mafia, Hatton. right? Mm. Obviously, it's going to take his toll on you. Yeah, it's championship fights. Remember, he's got to have cap, uh, do camps, sparring. Right? Are you? Are you not right? It is not a joke. Yeah, man said, you know, man said, you know, Spence is tired when, when the hat's not on properly. Yeah, he's not like, he looked like one of them man on front line, innit? With a little Heineken bottle. <laughs> I have to put the, the pen behind my ears because I can't remember from the bookish Yeah, you need a pen because you just got a bookish <laughs> up. No, I'm like, let's just look at it, right? Whatever Kenero does, he's still big. Yeah, you know I mean, whatever he does, it's still was in March 2011. Right, that's a long time. So he's been fighting world championship fights, Tundi. Right? Serious. For 11 years. Wow. Yeah. Every 11 time. years he's been fighting world championship fights. And then look at the names on the record. Serious. Right, it's serious. We can't. You know what I mean? I remember when he knocked out Kirtland. I said, jeez. That's I wish them would be the fighters right wash along to that fight. That's the end to say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. That, that, he he's been around for a long time. He's he's amassed an amazing amount of money, right? He's won championships in so many different weight classes. Now Maybe just maybe he's just getting a little bit flat. 
Yeah, bro. Man saying they blame Eddie for the defeat. <laughs> man saying they blame Eddie Earl for the defeat. Bro, but promoters will push you, or certain promoters will push you. But I do believe, I do believe Canelo Alvarez needs a rest. Of course, of course he does. Of course he does. Look how long he's been, look how long he's been fighting. And he's been continuous. And as you said, like he's managing to have all like three fights a year. Yeah, Canelo turned pro at 15. 15 um, years old. 21 years old now. Right. Yeah, and yep. you see, you see this. All these things we was talking about, Bivol didn't motivate Canelo. And, and, I, and I saw that. He, like, this didn't feel like a Canelo fight. And, and, and how I know so, is how many we had on the live. How many we had on the live? Usually Canelo fights, there's 2,000 people on the live with us. Exactly. And no one went on it. No one ever cared. They're fed up of him, too. That's, that's all that they look to me. People are fed up of him. Mm, yeah, man said Canelo's been putting in mad work. It's facts. Right. Almost 400 million made from boxing. Come on. For Canelo. Hang up the gloves. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's just mm. tell her how it is. You mean, let's you just tell like, it you, you, Spencer, you look like the weed man on front line. <laughs> 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 Bruv, you look much up, fam. We did the watching on yesterday, yeah? Tony, we did the watching on yesterday. And then remember, my daughter woke up at that time. They were in their breakfast now. I haven't had no sleep, you know. <laughs> me neither. But you know, I had no sleep. I had no sleep, stuff. And I'm saying, I'm still doing this because consistency is the key. And all these tricks where you think child is falling to and say, nah, there's there's this allowance today. No, not allowing nothing, bro. I'm coming on here because it means something when I've seen all these regular names. Yeah, you know I mean, like all Air Force who jumps on. Yeah, you know I mean, RZ, Rye, Uptown London TV. Yeah, I mean, forget about Ben Oldham because he's just our brother from another mother. Yeah, I mean, Angel Music, all these people who jump on and like they the country done. All these Bobby Wright, religiously they're on these things. I'm not, I'm not, not gonna come on there. I'm coming on there, bro. <laughs> Gary said he's knackered as well. Fab, you man need energy in this ticket, but you man just connect to me and you know you're good anyway. But now, Tundi, because uh, they want to say Tundi got all little young kids running around the house. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Up and down on these damn sofas. You ain't got that. Gary's Gary got all of that. Gary got all of that to look forward to. Coming up water. And on top of that, and on top of that, all I've had to eat today is popcorn, you know. All you need is a kestrel in your hand. And a domino table. You see that thing there, what you got? It's bugs of domino. You're moving like an old foot fam. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Spencer always gives me a joke, you know. Hey, just take a little bit about Nigeria giving Spencer to kill me. Some Nigerian stouts. <laughs> it ain't Nigerian stout. 
<laughs> to vibes you up, fam. Ah, uh, anyway, we have six minutes left. But yeah, we've had a good chat tonight, Spence. It was a great. Man, obviously, you know, that super team, you know. Oh, great performance! Yes, super. Do they still make? Do they still make tenants? Remember, we managed to drink tenants, you know. I remember around the end when little bum managed to drink tenants. That drink was powerful, you know. Bro, that drink was designed <laughs> to mash up man on the ends. Bro, tenants, tenants Bro. was some devil drink, you know. That I mean, <laughs> special brew, <laughs> but who had a fast man? Special brew to kill man, that's what they had it for. <laughs> ah, man, man. Oh, god, too much jokes in it. Man. My head decided, but the side piece of my head's hurting me, man. Spencer, you always give me jokes. Hey, and I got a little, I got a, a, a bone to pick with you. What? I hear that you're going on. I hear that you're going on other podcasts saying that you broke up, man. But you know, really? I keep oh, telling you. Turn, turn. Turn. I'm not going to have this. You need to listen to the whole thing. And I'm going anyway, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, listen. I'm going to make man go to neutral corner and that's it. And I and I openly admit that Tundi took this thing for his world title fight when I was just beating Gal the, the night before. No, in fact, a few hours before. <laughs> a few hours before. But that was a long time ago, so I don't want to. I don't want to talk about how um, uh, my how boisterous I was around young ladies when I was young because I'm not proud of it now. You know I mean, uh, here we go, Gary. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, not proud of here, here we go talking about his own promiscuous young days. <laughs> What's the matter with his brother? Because put the nose, 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 put the nose. Wait there, CB, we say Tundi's hairline. Don't try to take limits about Tundi's hairline. Why would I block, you know, about Tundi's hairline? I'm not going to talk you know, because Tundi goes to my bad boy barber, so mind what you did. Don't watch these little haters, man. man when, you're, when you're my age and you look like me, just come back and check me, fam. But you won't, because you'll look old. Miss <laughs> <laughs> ah! anyway. you know? Yeah, trust me, Miss Ringside knows the cue. Somebody knows every dance we used to go to as we walk in the dance, you know, the DJ they have to call my name as I step in the dance, champion spinning, and I know how bite out the bar and all them foolishness. I can do that money now. You, know, you, you may look like champagne spinning them days, but you look like dragon style. Dragon style spinning today. <laughs> this is what happens. When you settle down, this is what happens. When you settle down and you raise a family, you don't care about them things no more. <laughs> Champagne spinning. Mine look like Kestrel. Kestrel Spencer. <laughs> right now. Hey, remember that drink? Remember that drink? Remember that drink in a bottle? Thunderbird. <laughs> Tundi. Tundi. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. See you enjoy that in the dog place. Thunderbird. Pink Lady. Remember Pink Lady? Remember Pink Lady? Hey, that Thunderbird with the blue one. You know, the blue one was extra strong, fam. <laughs> That blew the Thunderbird. <laughs> nah, it was it was can I remember can I? Can I was some that's a wheat man drink, man. Can I was yeah. some Joe man business? Can I Thunderbird Pink Lady? Pink Lady, yeah, Pink Lady, yeah, Peach yeah, Can lady. I? Yeah, come on, man. Know about Peach Can I? <laughs> yeah, no, Peach can I was too. yeah. Oh.
Go ahead, carry on. List out the name, Spence. Go again. Now, well, Thunderbird. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Cherry B. Well, Steve, Cherry B. Come on. We love Cherry B. Cherry B. Yeah, you better. Yeah, we definitely got the real ones on this evening. Come on, man. Them were the times, bro. When remember that time there, it was like man would keep party. Tony used to keep the biggest dances back then as well. Snowball. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Twenty twenty. Come on, press again. Press again. Come on. Different flavors. <laughs> Different flavors. Twenty twenty. Ben Odom, you're showing that you're African. Special K. Special K. That is a real Niger man. It's a real Niger man drink. <laughs> Special K was some African man drink. <laughs> but 2020 was serious. I remember because there was bare different flavors. Bro, there was enough different flavors from 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you see, you see when you're talking about K cider. I've never ever drank cider in my life. I don't even know what cider tastes like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't drink cider. I don't drink cider. But yeah, MD 2020 was the one. <laughs> MD20. Anyway, we're gonna yeah, we Magnum. Yeah, bruv, you see that Magnum thing? What's the <coughs> what's the other one? Rum cream. <laughs> rum cream was a serious drink. Rum cream is still moving today, though. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Would no Bobby, even Bobby Wright knows 2020 would knock you about, bruv. 2020 is serious. They had 2020 before the year 2020. <laughs> That's how it was. It was mashing up, man. Rum cream, yeah. Rum cream, yeah. Super tea, JB Jankra. Come on. All right, people. Spencer, <coughs> nourishment. You know there was nourishment and nutriment. Yeah, but nutriment ain't the nutriment that we got today. The nutriment that we got today is rubbish. The nutriment that was used growing up, that too had more sugar. In it than take a louter out it. That that thing was so you used to drink that you, you get a head rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby sham. I remember baby sham. Baby now, sham baby was, sham was powerful. Powerful. you drink that off in about one second. Yeah, but baby sham was powerful though. Don't muck yeah, around. Baby sham was powerful. Baby sham was powerful. <laughs> I said they got PDs and Magnums. Magnums are super mode. Anyway, we got we got it, we got a Alize. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to reminisce. I like. I like this. This is remember. This is like when we reminisce back when we used to read back in the nineties, man. Then were the days when man used to go. Them days were bad, you know. You when you think about Tun, you see what we used to use and we was raving. And Tun, there was big old road them times there, you know. Everyone was like, well, you know Tun, you know Tun. This little riding the head boy. I said, yeah, Tun, come let's link up. And me and Tun used to go raving. Oh my word. That's why when I come into boxing, you're like, bro, this little road man can't come in my, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember, what dance did you go to? What, oh, what was it? It was there. It was a strictly business dance. Me and Tony yeah. went to a strictly business dance. And then we went to go on Yambego that Warwick Road. And when we pull up in a big whip, Tony used to drive bare whip. Then Tony used to have the whips. I want people to realise that. Tony used to have the whips. When we used to grind up, I remember when Tundi, who do you have? I remember you had you had the MG, and then that was, and then you had you had your little weekend car, and Tundi's weekend car you had a Beetle convertible, black one, classic. 
Oh, you remember that? Jeez. Come on, man. It's me you're talking to. Come on, man. <laughs> me you're talking to. On, you, we got some old folks on this thing here, you know. Man's chat about ministry, SW1 club. No, bro, but yeah, these people, these people, are, uh, no, SW1, SW1, and SW1 in Victoria, Thursday night, it was a club. Don't get yeah. twisted. SW1 yeah. was a club. There, I know I had the RS Turbo as well. Come on, uh, come on. Yep, China White, China White was big as well. China White was big. Don't get China White and remember, 10 rooms. Say again, Spence? 10 rooms. Remember, 10 rooms. Yeah, Dan, same thing. Ten rooms. Ten rooms. I used to frequent that on a Monday night, bro. My friend said she went ministry last night. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me, Jay, man. I would have rolled up there with you, man. Ain't been out for ages. Yeah, um, sure. Man. You done no embassy club. Don't mark around. Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm, I am bar. I am, no, no. Salute I am bar. Let's salute I am bar. Salute I am bar. Pick up yourself. <laughs> 1977, uh, Dwight, that was the place on it. And you're food, then they play music. And every time you go, every well, I don't know every time you go there, but every time you used to go there back in there, you could pull a gun. Simple things. <laughs> Co Coco says she's over here googling these drinks and clubs. Come on, <laughs> ah, come on, he, come on. Ben Odom said he used to promote for 10 rooms. Are you like that okay. one? Okay. Big up yourself, Ben. Man, no, Rosebreeze. Man, Rosebreeze. Rosebreeze. Come on. Down Dawson. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Gas Club. Yeah. Wait a minute. Pure old man in this thing. <laughs> Friday night. G the PT. Friday night. Oops. Come on. Friday night. Gas Club. Come on. Ezekiel's. What do you mean, you man? About Ezekiel's? That's my club. Wait there, Ezekiel's. That's I'm my club. Ezekiel's. All nation. Wait there. Well, how comes people forgetting the club down in Granaries? Don't walk around. Granaries. Granaries. Where's Granaries at, man? Granaries. Yeah, Granaries is. But they come up with Granaries yet? Nah, Granaries. Come on, man. <laughs> Those were the nights when man used to rave. Come on, subterranean. Wow, come on, all nations. Ted, oh, come on, now, you've now, got to the all nations for old people. Stuff, you got <laughs> yeah, all nations, old people. Fridge, yeah. fridge club. Now fridge. now, fridge was big. Fridge was big. Don't mock around. Friday nights at fridge was big. Laser drum, come on, my ends. <laughs> come on. Samantha's, yeah, wow. Samantha's on the first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Graduates. Yeah, Graduates. That's the that's the old people thing. Graduates. Yeah. Rainforest, that's Rainforest down at Shaftesbury Avenue. Country so what the door did. So we saw yeah. free that. Rainforest, come on. Gossips, bruv, There is some veterans on this thing here. Trust me. <laughs> You know what? You know what my never called? Remember the bells? Huh? Remember the bells? Of course. Come on, man. The bells always used to do a turnaround dance. I mean, yes. once a month they do a turnaround dance where a girl had to ask you to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, turnaround dance. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Maximus. man. Maximus. 
Maximus on the Thursday. Come on. Come on, Destiny. Nah, nah, you not going in. I need to make you look rest off for this Sunday. Because this has been a Sunday church. With Ram, this show has been on fire tonight. This show, was, we started off chatting about Canelo. We ended up chatting about Granaries. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Seriously, this is why I love this show, you know. I love how that people are they're just dropping the thing. So it's like, now nah, I appreciate every single person on there because you just brought me that memory lane, man. Funky Buddha, come on. Mm. Funky Buddha. Hippodrome. Jesus Christ. Destiny's you remember Ippodrome when they brought over um, that glamour kid and Destiny's Child on the same bill? Yep. Scribbles. Scribbles on some crackhead man. I'm cooking. <laughs> I never went there, you know, in my life. <laughs> I said, every time I was about MR2, I said, drive past there fast. I never. <laughs> I always said, drive past there. I was, going, I was going to the Old Gate Road to the McDonald's after I'd done really bad somewhere else. <laughs> Come on, old AMG too. All right, people. Um, the next big fight that we got coming up, I believe. What are we now? The seventh. I know Eddie Hearn's got the Boatsy Craig. That's the twenty-first. Um, is there is there a fight before that? Anyone? Anyone know the boxing schedule? Not that we won't. Oh, I have that. to go check that to tell you the honest truth. Well, Kurt Campbell remembers them uh, times when, when, when they... Uh, when they Charlo Castano. That is going to be a big boy fight. It's a re rematch, isn't it? Yeah, rematch too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's going to be a bad man fight because that fight was... Andrade Parker's off, unfortunately. Um, and I don't, I don't even know why that fight... I, 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 I'm glad he's injured, isn't he? He's injured. <laughs> yeah, he's and injured. Then, um, um, what's his name? Um, Richards, the IBO champion, he was shouting out saying, like, yeah, he, uh, he'd like to step in and fight Parker. Okay. Okay. Well, he was with Frank previously, innit? Yeah. And then he yeah, was yeah. Frank. So yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I can't. Um, yeah, that's a good fight on the canvas, you know. Yonker versus Bacoli. That's a good fight, you know. Say that again. Yonka, the, the, the former gold medalist at the Olympics, is fighting Bacoli. Bacoli, okay. That's a good fight. When is, that fight. when is that fight? I think that's Saturday. Oh, wow. That's a good fight. That is a very and, good fight. Um, oh, yeah, Yonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bacoli, yeah, that's a big fight. Uh, obviously, uh, Belau on the 20th, the day before um, the Boatsi Craig fight. Uh, uh, Boots Innes is on the undercard of um, Charlo. So that's be good to see more from Innes. Seems like yeah. it'll be a real, real future star of the waterweight division. Um, Russell Morgan says Charlo's going to make adjustments. Castano will come on the same way he came the first time round. Interesting. Uh, Tony Yoka can fight. Okay. Isn't he... Did he? Who did he fight in the final? He fought... Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce. In the final, didn't he? He beat Joe Joyce, but he's close. Yes. Um, you guys think White should retire or get a good coach? Listen, we'll deal with that another day. That, that, yeah. that, that's too... 
that's another half hour talk. Yeah, and, and like I said, I just thank you lot for just bring me that memory lane and give me that little hype. You know, you don't gave Spencer an extra 10 minutes of energy. Trust me. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm still coming on Keeks. Miss Ringside, she's showing the age. Hold <laughs> tight, Miss Ringside. You know about the Keeks white bar, wine bar. Hold tight. I heard that you're still going to Porky's, bro. To Wrigley's. All the runnies. 179. Thank you very much, sir. Richard versus Boxy. Rex, you know, a man's just busting. Big up Ryan. Stratford Rex. Obi just dropped that one. Moonlighting. Do not muck around. Right? Remember, Derek Williams dropped him the door down there, so we used to get him free. That was a Thursday night as well, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Um, I just want to call it, say out his Snapchat. All the runnies. 179. Thank you very much, sir. Richard versus Boatsy. Tell me who wins and why. Well, we're not telling you tonight, mate, because... Yeah, exactly. But, but I'm going to, I'm thank you so much for the £1.79. Yeah. Um, we're going to get all the running. We're going to get into that really deep, closer yeah. to the fight. You know what I mean? Closer yeah. to the fight. You know what I mean? And you know what? I might just... I don't think it's going to be a lot of energy, but I might just do a ways to win. Just to mash up both camps, because I know they're going to be listening to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um... Man, you know, chew the rose, you know, don't play. Hold on. Mm. A lot of hypocrites on this channel about Canelo. All of your words will turn, look at facts. It's funny what people say when people lost. AL, I don't know who you are, sir, but... I don't know what hypocrites you're talking about. I think we just have fans of boxing who just have opinions. Um, I don't really see us as hypocrites. Um, people have, an, have a right to have a, a choice, an opinion, and a view on what they think is right or what they think is wrong. Uh, so there's no need for language like that. Um, and by the way, you're blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Let me just say, big up, big up, Bobby Wright. Don't <laughs> Morgan is saying blue orchids. <laughs> big up, hold up, Je Jedi Kid Gamma Bally's versus Vikings. Who wins? Yeah, you're going in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Vikings, Vikings. Tundi, remember, you had Vikings and you also had Raggers. Remember Raggers as well? Raggers, yeah, Raggers. But I didn't have that, I had Bally's and you know uh, brother, um, corner of uh, Oxford Street. Yeah, you know, on the Bally store that's, there. That's the Bally shop. Tundi, £172 for a I pair of Bally's. colour Bally's in right. my room. Uh, I want a man to realise now. £172 for a pair of Bally's and that was in 1990. I want man to realize that part. That's what I was going for the guy's sixth form, 1990. And also, I got big up. I got big up um, Kim Haig because she bought me my first pair of ballets. Yeah, you know I mean, my little I remember I was 17 then, you know, and she bought my, no, 16. She bought my first pair of ballets. Come on. Big up, Kim. Bobby Wright, great show tonight. Thank you for the 449, sir. And Shola reminding us about True the Rose. 
for the Trini Soka vibes. Come on. Yeah. Bro, there's bare big people on this thing here tonight. Bare big people on this thing. LaFez. Wow. Come on. Come on. Listen, Come on. Listen. Listen. Come on. This Come is on. real. Yeah, Soka versus Bashment at True the Rose. Miss Ringside, we know what you're about. <laughs> Outside Miss Ringside, lovely, lovely. It's great, you know. I'm telling you, Spence, we got a real, a real good people on our team supporting us. It? It's, you know, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Um, checkmate says almost 12k subs. Let's tell a friend, subscribe 375. Man, we're going up. Remember, we're UK, we're not in the states to have that many followers yeah, subscribers in the UK is big. And we want to keep the channel growing. And we're just going to, we're not going to change. You know, we're going to keep being real, giving you authentic content. Me and Spencer are going to keep cussing each other because we was cussing each other before the show came on Come air. On. And we'll be cussing each other after the show comes. After well, the show you, never As we come off the show, me and Tony go at it. But big up, Ben Oldham. Big up. Babushka, bro, people still coming in with the names. Ah, oh, serious, serious. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up. Otherwise, you lot will have us here till Monday morning. And uh, we Trust all me. got work. We all got work. We all got work. Big um, up Air Force 286. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, people. Let us end the show. I'm ending it because I, I know Spencer wants to get some sleep. Yeah, uh, Ryan, wicked show, Tundi, great show, man. This is lighting up my evening, bro. You know what? You don't make you not try to make me stay up for longer. Make me and Spence stay up for longer because it's just been a great. It's just it's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. It's a people show. It's a people show. We talk about boxing, talk about boxing, but we touch on all areas of life. You know, today we touched on mental health. You know, and that if you don't do not suffer in silence. Come talk on. to somebody, talk to somebody, get it out there. You know, we've all had personal demons in our life. And, and believe me, the worst thing you could do is keep it inside. You know, um, we're not Spencer's <laughs> Spencer, bro. Open your eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Spencer. <laughs> Spencer's holding the mic like this. <laughs> do you remember when we did the live? It was Derek and Zora. 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 It was Derek that's Spencer. Yeah. Man's doing dropsy on the thing. Spencer, man, your eyes was going like man, this. Man still don't listen to me. Tundi, when I'm telling you I'm tired, I'm quiet, bro. <laughs> Miss Ringside. Oh, my God. Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ah, ah. 
Spencer. Um, um, bro, Spencer, you try to make me choke at this thing. Bro. <laughs> My finger are joking. Good. I'm bad here. Some old Rasta man. Big up, Pinhead. Spencer, you look like some old Rasta man that just won a big spliff. <laughs> All right, then, Tony. All right. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <coughs> Ah, oh, people, no, 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 we gotta wrap up the show. We gotta wrap up the thing. We gotta get Spencer. Spencer has gotta get some sleep. Big <laughs> up every single person who joins on the live. I'm so, so grateful. Tundi ends the show by saying. <laughs> Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. Thank you lot for joining us. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll holler you lot up in the week. I am going to my bed because that's what's cool to me right now. I'm tired. I am tired till you know, not tired. I am. Peace, peace, I'm out. But seriously, thank you lot for the walk down memory lane as well. Later. <laughs> man got dropsy on the show. <laughs> Good night, people. Good night. God bless ya. God bless ya. Mm. <laughs> uh.